0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 155. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show.
1: DT3, hello, hello everyone. How Hi guys.
0: I hope you are all doing well out there today. It is a Monday. We are on time for once. That is not my fault. I slept all, all night. For, I slept all night, DT. Can you believe it? It's a f- that, miracle. Hey man, that's, that's cool, dude. Yes good thing. Uh with the help of a handy dandy sleep aid, I was able to get some sleep for once in my life and it was very good. Uh but yeah, it's been a it's been a good week for me. I think it's been a good week for you. We got things to talk about here on the yep. show. Um a lot of it's going to be about the Star Wars celebration that's happened and uh, all the news that came out of there will be the main topic. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, what do you say we just hop into what we've been up to, D T you wanna go ahead and lead us off with uh, what you've been up to this past week, my friend?
1: Uh yeah, 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 sure. So the past week I have been um
2: as the usual, watching uh, shows and uh, well not shows. I
1: don't really aside from the live stuff, I don't really I haven't really gotten a chance to just like Continue like True Detective, which is the current show that I had been
2: watching. But I'm going to try to get back to it this upcoming week. Um, but um, yeah, I
1: have been uh, playing the Digi games. I uh, played some Chivalry 2, some Fortnite. Uh, I played the Walking Dead and Michonne game on stream, which, man, I ended up enjoying that one a lot more than I thought I was going
2: to. Um, that one was a mini series compared to some of the other Telltale games, but like I, I think it just it just hit
1: really it just hit really good, man. Like all three episodes were were awesome. The story that they were telling with Michonne was great, and the actress that they got for her was also just really really good. Um, Samira Wiley just killed it as Michonne. He really did a fantastic job at that, and yeah, I really, like I said, I really ended up enjoying that more than I thought. I, th- I figured I would like it because I played some of the, well, I played the first two seasons of the Telltale games for the, for the Walking Dead, that is. Um, so I figured I would enjoy it, but I was like, this is actually really good. So, cool. um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, apart from that, what else did I play? Uh, I started through Whoopass on stream. I'm probably gonna be playing some more tomorrow. I watched some of that. Um, that game looks ridiculous. That game is ridiculous <laughs> in the most hilarious way. It is, it's fun. If you like ridiculous, stupid, silly, goofy fun, uh, in an in a, in action adventure indie game, that's, I totally recommend It's great. Um, I've been playing Valorant again as of recently, and uh, I'm having fun with it. I'm having fun with it. It's, it's nice to get back to a game that, this is the, this is a game that for me came out at a time when we had just entered like covid and and lockdown and you know all that stuff so it's like I played a lot at, during those times and um I played it for a good while there I even I was streaming it too like like pretty consistently for a little bit and um and then i kind of after a while i don't know i just stopped playing it and uh i didn't get back to it until just recently cuz there was another friend of ours who got started playing it again and it's just uh yeah it was really really uh you know it's really fun I,
2: i've been enjoying it so it's cool to be back uh back at it and um yeah i'll be I'll probably be playing more of that
1: uh, what else have I been up to Video game wise? I think it's all oh, sons of the forest. I played some more sons of the forest. I actually, so I'm in so many servers in sons of the forest now that like, I lose track of like what I have <laughs> in
2: <this laughs> Who's server got and
1: that server and all that. But so I was playing on on another streamer
2: friend server and I, we actually, I beat, we beat the game, beat the game twice because there's a
1: couple of different endings. And, uh, I mean, obviously, there's not a whole lot of context to the stuff going on, but they wanted to beat it, and I was like, whatever. I'm, I'm, Out of curiosity, I was like, oh, I'm curious how, you know, the endings are as of right now. And so I finally, so I finally got to do that. At first, I didn't want to beat the game, because I was kind of like, well, the, you know, the game isn't complete yet, you know? But just the curiosity of, like, how is the ending now? compared to how it will be differently uh later uh kind of i was just very curious about that so i ended up just you know checking it out um so i kind of know some of the endings now but um yeah that was uh pretty fun and they, and they keep and they keep updating that game and patching it there's like they added like a unicycle and like solar pan sorry solar panels and light bulbs and shit now and it's it's like man i gotta gotta get the hang of that stuff now too because they just keep doing more and more you know um it'll be fun to continue exploring uh with that um but i think video game wise that's kind of been all i've been up to i haven't really been doing much there um, I just kind of been playing the same stuff over and over again, like kind of been rotating between like Chivalry and Valorant and you know, keep keeping up with Fortnite on my dailies and stuff. That's been pretty much it apart from the stream game, um, which is right now. So Um, movie wise, or I guess TV show wise, uh, Mando uh, so excited for the next episode. Watched episode six, of course. Uh, Ted Lasso, been keeping up with that. Those are about the only two TV shows I'm keeping up with at the moment. Um, and then movie wise, I watched The Banshees of Inisherin, which is a crazy,
2: uh, crazy movie. Um, the Irish are an interesting people. Um,
1: yeah, that movie's that movie's kind of kind of kind of cuckoo. Uh, but it was interesting. And uh and then I watched the Tetris movie, which was awesome. I actually really liked the Tetris movie. I thought it was really cool. Taryn Egerton was great as the main character you're 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 you know, following. And uh yeah, I definitely recommend the soundtrack. I like I was like jam- I, the soundtrack was, was a banger, man. I was jamming out to the to the soundtrack to that movie. It was really, really cool, really well done. And it was just cool following the kind of you know, history of the, the you know how tetris got kind of uh formed into the way that it is now i'm not this the only thing is i'm not sure how accurate all that stuff is just because i mean they show like pictures of the real life the videos and pictures of the real life guys in the credits and stuff but like since i don't really know the history i'm not super familiar with the history myself i'm not super familiar or i'm not like you know i'm not like super exactly sure about how you know accurate everything is like obviously some things are probably dramatized because you know it's it's a movie but um for the most part i actually really enjoyed it um so yeah definitely strong recommend the tetris movie check it out if you can it was pretty cool um what else i watched this movie called nine which is from 2009 it's like an animated kind of post-apocalyptic Elio, starring uh,
2: Elijah Wood. It was interesting. I thought it was all right. Um, and then I watched
1: DC's League of Super Pets because I don't know, I was just like whatever. I I I'll, I'll check this out. I I like DC, and and it was it was actually um kind of actually kind of fun. I I I thought the way like, how they did some of the characters in this, and 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 it was pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And again, I like DC, so I'm, I'm, I'm just checking, checking out, all, I'm trying to check out all the, the DC animated movies slowly, but surely, um, one at a time. Um, then I watched the Kentucky fried movie, which is totally far from that. And, uh, it was finally cool seeing where the take him to Detroit meme was from. Cause that is, yeah, that's a, it's a ridiculous uh, movie. Um, what else? Uh oh, Rashomon I watched the other day. Kurosawa movie. Had been wanting me to watch that one for a while. Finally got to check it out. That was really good as well. And then finally, last night, I watched um, the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Again, trying to keep up with the DC movies. That movie is fucking Awesome. Batman versus TMNT is <laughs> fucking rad as hell. Strong recommend to, to anybody if you like right, Turtles yeah. and Batman and DC and stuff. That movie is awesome. I was also surprised at the brutality of like some of the things that was going on. Like they literally were killing dudes and like decapitating dudes and shit. It was like brutal. I was like, God damn, this is this is crazy. And if you've ever wanted to see Shredder fight Batman or the, the the turtles fight Batman. Let me tell you, those fights are, do not disappoint. They're so, they're so good. Uh, I need to
0: watch it. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. Strong recommend that. That movie is awesome. So, so awesome. Uh, the humor was on point with the turtles and everything and the voice cast was cool. And yeah, I, I, I can't have enough. I don't have an, yeah. I can't say enough good things about it. It was truly, truly great. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and then, yeah, the only, the only last, the the final thing I have here besides, you know, keeping up with all the celebration news this past weekend is the fact that we played Blasters and Bandits, our Star Wars, uh, you know, role-playing tabletop game. Um, a lot of fun with our crew. Josh is, of course, our, our, our GM, DM. Um, and yeah, I just, I have so much fun playing that game. It's like, We'll, we'll, we'll start playing and then like three hours later Josh was like all right we'll end it here and I'm like damn really like has it really been three hours already like I, I, it doesn't even <laughs> it goes feel like so it's fast three hours
2: to me <laughs> yeah
1: it, and like even like when you like when you're like oh we're gonna take a break I'm like like what we, like we, I feel like we just started playing what do you mean we're gonna take a break <laughs> that's how I feel it's like I, I enjoy playing it so much that I'm like damn are, are we really taking a break are we really are we really ending like I, I like I always feel like I could keep going man but you know, it's just that's just you know, time flies. I guess I don't know, man. It's just crazy, dude. But uh, yeah, I have fun with that. I'm super looking forward to um, uh, next week for our next game, and yeah, I'm just you know, ha- really having fun with that. And uh, the way we left off is very, very curious. But uh, yeah, that'll that's that's what I've been up to. Um, so go ahead, Josh. It's your turn, my friend.
0: All right, I'll start off with the movie I watched cuz I've only watched one, but it was one in theaters. I went and saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie cuz it was $5 movie Tuesday and I was like, "You know what? I want to see this D&D movie cuz I heard good things." And spoilers, I liked the movie. Um it was actually pretty good. Um I recommend going and checking it out if you guys can or if you can't, wait for, see it when it comes out at home, but it's uh, it's a good, fun little adventure. It's it's not any more than it needs to be. It's not it's not bad. It's actually good. Um, there's a lot of references in there if you play D and D to spells and things and names. If you familiar with things, you you'll know where a lot of it is. Um, and it's just a good time. Uh, I I hope they do a a sequel. It was totally worth the, the five bucks. Probably worth the full price, but five bucks definitely made it worth it. Uh, games. I played some more chivalry, too, because that's fun. Uh, fun being the key word there. It's totally not frustrating yelling, screaming at all. Uh, no, no. not that. And, you know, totally not that. Um. Punch Club. I started playing, and I also beat Punch Club this past week. I It's been on my list, I think, since the game came out, and it's gonna have a sequel now, and I was like, you know what? And it was on sale, so I got it super cheap uh i think i I paid like maybe two three four bucks for it something like that not super expensive um but yeah i played that i completed it i was surprised at how short it was i didn't realize it was that short but i think it has multiple endings and different paths you can take so uh but it it was a lot of fun um playing it, uh playing it well you know just in discord and streaming it so friends can watch Um, I've been listening to an audiobook, uh, that's it for, like, movies and games, um, uh, audiobook, uh, called The Pariah by Anthony Ryan. It is a gritty, dark fantasy, is it fantasy? It feels more, like, dark. It kind of makes me think of Game of Thrones a little bit. Probably not as dark as Game of Thrones, but a little bit, uh, in that genre. A little, little, little dark fantasy, um. I've read some books by Anthony Ryan before, and li- there was a book he he made, a series that he made, called, I think, The Blood Song. I think that's what it was called. Let me double check here. And I liked the first book of that, but in the second book, see, in the first book of Blood Song, it's a first person, we're following one character, and then he did two more books, and those books started splitting off and following multiple characters. And then sometimes I like that, and sometimes I don't. And in that series, I didn't, so I stopped reading that series, other than that first book. Um, so he went back in this book, and it is one following one character again, and named Owen, who is like a—he's a bandit that is very—he's like a very young bandit that's a part of this bandit troop, and he got recruited when he was a kid, and it's it kind of follows his adventures and uh, something happens there's something that happens and he starts out looking for
2: revenge So, I'm not done with that book yet I'm having a good time with it though um, TV shows mandos t- uh, Mando Ted Lasso the use. Um
0: I also played a little bit of tar- uh, Cartel Tycoon, but I, I I didn't play enough for me to put it on the notes. Really, I just did a tutorial again because I haven't played it, played it in so long. And then uh, Blasters and Bandits, um, like DT said, uh, it's so much fun to get to play that and get to be there with our large cast and just have a, a good time playing that game over on the Heroes and Fables Twitch channel. Make sure to go follow that channel. Um, and if you missed the last episode, it's available on, on YouTube as well. So you can go check it out on the, just my usual YouTube stuff, but, uh, it's fun. You know, it's, it's also like difficult as a DM cause it's like, and when I say difficult as a DM, uh, what I'm speaking is I have this problem with D and D, which is like, I just want to share my notes with everybody. I'm just like, look, look, what's going to happen. I want to, you know, I want to get feedback. <laughs> what, what do you think of this? You know, but with like. Most of the players are the people I would talk that stuff with, so I can't be like, here, look at these notes, it'll spoil the game for you. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's what I mean by difficult. I don't mean the game's difficult. It's not difficult at all. I think Space Combat's a little wonky. It takes some getting used to, but... That's like any game, you gotta get used to mechanics. Um. Uh, but yeah, I, I have so much fun uh, playing it, and it's good to just... I don't feel pressure, you know? I used to feel pressure a lot of the time when I would play or run, like, Dungeons & Dragons on this channel or, or just Dungeons & ja- Dragons in general to put on, like, a good performance and show. And I still feel that pressure a little bit because I want everything to go... You know, I want everybody to have a good time. But it's not as bad as it used to be, you know? Like, in terms of, like, I, I'm just having fun now. And I think that's the um, the important bit with uh, playing tabletops. Like, Man, you might fuck up some rules, but it's fucking fun to play, you know. Yeah. Um, forget about the shit you fuck up. Talk about the shit that you enjoy, uh, you know. Don't, if you're out there, somebody out there that 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 stresses about that type of thing, man, just just let it go. All right. Let don't have fun. All right. Yeah, things go wrong sometimes. That's just part of the game. But and but don't sweat the small stuff. Just have a good time. That's what's important. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been up to the past
3: uh,
0: past week, man. Um, overall, it's been a good week. I feel like when I saw like the Dungeons and Dragons movie in my notes a minute ago, I was like, "Really?" Like, I feel like this week has been a long week. You know, I feel like it took a while to get to this podcast, uh, as opposed to sometimes it flies by. But I felt like this time it's like, "Wow." I I can't believe I saw Dungeons and Dragons this week. It felt like it
2: was a, a lifetime ago when I saw the movie. Uh, but yeah, if you
0: are ready, uh, DT, that's all I've been up to, my friend. If we want to go ahead and hop into the gaming news for the week,
1: of course, of course, we got uh, you know we got plenty of news to get to obviously there's not going to be as much in the news section itself because a lot of the big news is going to be in the second half of the, uh, it's correct. The main uh, topic here. Um, but yeah, we can, we can, uh, let's, let's see what
2: we got here. So, uh, I don't think this is the, is this is, this, hold on. Hmm. Never mind. We're good. Uh,
1: it it was it was looking a little weird on my end this link but anyway did uh, it did it,
2: it show you hang
0: on when it happened to me did it show you the fucking Zelda thing yes because it yeah it's okay it did that for me too I think it's
1: just the the I, thought I was like <laughs> uh, huh I was like this this says Advanced Wars one and two but it's uh, it so yeah I don't know Marvel. why it did
0: that either I think YouTube's being whack because I went on YouTube a minute ago and it showed me. It's like here's the Princess Peach's music video with Jack Black. It was the, it showed the trailer, a Mandalorian trailer, in its uh-huh. thumbnail instead of the fucking. So YouTube is being a little whack right now. However, That's this weird. is a, it is the correct video, um, so we can watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it. Is, I don't know why. It anyway,
1: <laughs> so we got an overview trailer for Advanced Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp on the Nintendo Switch let's check this out uh three two one go
0: right on cue baby snakes barking in the other room you hear a dog barking Ten it's my dog hut, up and
4: at him, recruit today begins your basic training for the Advance wars one plus two reboot camp game this game features tactical turn-based battles and a colorful cast of characters who will keep you on your toes We'll cover some strategies to make sure you're in tip-top shape when you hit the battlefield. Huh. All right, troops, roll out.
1: Roll out. While you are like you the the two
4: separate story Autobots. Yes. Yeah. You'll control several different commanding officers, commonly referred to as COs. Your mission? Defending from opposing nations. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's make sure you understand the basics of battle maps are grid-based and this units is totally move a my type of game per turn. depending on their type some units can cover more distance and others have advantages on different terrain for example soldiers can only move so far because they're on foot but vehicles can cover a lot more ground Makes now sense. when it comes to crossing a forest or a mountain range your soldiers are better suited for the track march a unit's type also determines its range of attack infantry units can only attack adjacent enemies but artillery units can cause damage from further away as units take damage and lose hp they'll also inflict less damage on their foes you do have the option to join units together though healing them back up and replenishing Hmm. their ammo once your units have acted and you end the turn your opponent gets to make their moves Big hit. Now, let's cover how you can gain the tactical advantage in a typical battle. This, this you'll need to narrator, do opponents' HQ or defeat all their units to secure the win. We have a good number of units on the battlefields, but we could use a little extra firepower by selecting one of your controlled bases. You can build more units, assuming you have the funds. More controlled properties equals more moolah. Raw. Units that are effective against the opposition. But there's no such thing as the perfect army, so I recommend experimenting with all types to adapt to the situation. Ah, perfect timing to introduce CO powers. During exchanges with your opponents, this CO
1: you power, son. What kind of abilities use you, use you get?
4: CO power, extraordinary abilities that, when used at the right time, can turn the tide of battle.
1: Double time.
4: The Orange Star's Andy can use a CO power called Hyper Repair. This restores HP to all his units and increases their defense. Ready for hmm. attack! Eagle of the Green Earth Army has a CO power called Lightning Strike, which allows his units that have already acted to move again. Hold oh, damn. There's a wide variety of CO powers at your disposal. Lizard. So figure out which best suits your playstyle. By the way, this version blow. Of the Bers has a couple handy new features. Want to speed up the action? Just hold down the ZR button to cruise through dialogue and Oh man, you can speed animations. through
1: everything. Look at that. There's
4: also a shiny new reset turn option that allows you to, turn, you guessed huh? it, reset the current turn. Following along so far? Good. Cause we're not done yet! Hoorah! If the campaign isn't enough for you, X Force. At... Here you can test your tactical prowess in a wide array of different challenges with the CO of your choice. Try to get the top ranking. Still want more? Then try versus mode.
1: Oh damn! Versus mode, PvP. Up to
4: three human or computer opponents on one Nintendo Switch system or wirelessly across four systems if each player has the game looking for more colorful battles elsewhere then take your tactical mind to the internet in online mode
1: oh well that's never mind the that's the puke
4: head-to-head in an all-out tactic although i guess custom.
1: the other one is too but this is kind of what nintendo i thought we were switch switch talking about the first time the
4: game, as well as active nintendo switch online memberships there are a few other modes where you can spend some time including. The design
1: room. That's cool, the design room.
4: You can create yeah, make your own map. Online or through a local That's wireless connection. You can also pay a visit to the local commissary called Hachi Shop. The Orange Star Army's local chatterbox Hachi is ready and willing to separate you from your in-game coins in exchange for additional battle maps, COs who can Pretty be cool. used in the war room and multiplayer modes, and more. Finally, there's an in-game gallery enjoy music and gallery among other assorted sundries it's a great way to reminisce and relive fond memories
1: lucky star gold rush
4: all right recruits we've reached the end of your training ready to show off everything you've learned frank <laughs> oh, s what it takes when advance wars 1 plus 2 reboot camp okay the so that's the advance wars 1 cool. plus War 2 so you can be ready to deploy on launch day by pre-ordering the game on nintendo e shop
2: so i've never played these games i haven't either i want to though Alright. D T what 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 we got next? I think we have another trailer. We have
1: we have a few trailers actually, yeah. Um we have one for Resident Evil four the mercenaries. This very is be quick, quick. quick one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very short one. Uh but the mercenary stuff is pretty cool for
2: uh let's uh check it out. Three Two, one, go. Time to
1: call some mayhem. Your boy Hunk, man. He's got to show up here. Right? What's mayhem mode? I rem- I remember playing this mercenaries mode in the original Resident Evil 4.
3: Mm.
1: It was I tough. Think- I don't remember doing it. I don't think I
0: did it. Damn, there's so much happening.
1: Yep.
2: Free DLC available now. That's that's awesome. Oh. Cool. Freebies abound. It's like an arcade game. Yeah, pretty much. Stop um, it. Jesus. YouTube,
1: but yeah, I, like I said, I remember playing that back in the day on the uh, original, uh, um, original game, and yeah, it was, it was tough because you got got like find time and not run out of time, and it's like you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you gotta try to do your best to not, you know, stay alive and then you, could,
2: you know ammo and is it yeah, it was, it's fun for a little bit, but boy, is it tough, can it be? Tough. But
1: yeah, I, I'm just I'm just looking forward to playing the game in general. Like I wanna I wanna get the game because it looks
2: mm-hmm.
1: awesome. And like I said, I remember playing the original one back in the day on the GameCube. So
2: definitely one of the Resident Evil games that I have a lot of nostalgia for is Resident Evil. 4. Uh, the next trailer we have here is for
1: Space Two. This is a this is the PC launch trailer about a minute 40 and it's dropped like four days ago so let's check it out if you're ready my friend i'm ready ready?
4: three two one
1: go from rockfish games this is the everspace 2 the only objects of real value are ancient things wasn't expecting that voice like the one you just brought to me it calls me But not on any wavelength, I know.
0: It's a space jellyfish. What do I
4: care about another damn war? That's my fortune out there. I've waited too long for it already. What you see is an opportunity. What I see is something sacred. If you are discovered, I will deny any knowledge of your
3: existence. And as a fugitive Roslyn clone, I will be obligated to hunt you down. Blakemore is obsessed with Okar archaeology. The interest goes beyond historical.
1: That's a cool-looking ship.
4: You yeah. Play the hero? Here in the DMZ, I call the shots.
1: Honestly, that looks pretty Out. cool. Yeah, it does. Out Now on there PC and... uh
4: disparities are gone.
1: Coming to consoles in the summer.
4: one of those moments. I love you too, Hive.
1: Yeah, that looks pretty cool. cool. Yeah, not bad. I like I like the um some of the ship designs and uh, and all that. Very, very nice. Yes. I may have to give that a shot because I know the, um uh for the longest time I've been kinda looking for more games to play on my uh Hotas.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh this is uh seems like another one that would that would fit the bill on that. Gotcha. Definitely have to check it out when I get the chance. Okay. We have another space game
1: trailer. This one is an update for No Man's Sky. They're calling it the Interceptor update. Uh, So let's check it out. Another minute 40 here. Uh, so if you're ready,
2: we can go ahead and... I'm ready. Watch it. All right. Three, two, one, let's go.
0: No man's sky in this billion update. So this is corrupt worlds that they're adding in. I'm
1: just also, looking at this dude's jetpack and helmet. I'm like, man, why, I don't, why do I have that?
0: This is new. It's sent- it's a sentinel jetpack.
1: No Man's Sky Interceptor.
0: Corrupted resources. Corrupted
1: resources. So.
0: The Sentinel ships are in the game now. We can take them. New Starship technology. New MNEs.
1: For these guys.
0: Improved combat. Whoa. New ship class. Capital,
4: Capital ship, ship battles. battles. That's cool. That's-
1: I know we say this every time, but it is crazy that they're still updating this game after all these
2: years. Right?
1: Just, they just have not given up on this game. It's it's insane.
0: So, the description for this is: Venture to Forsaken Sentinel Worlds in Update 4.2. Interceptor. Explore corrupted Sentinel planets, fight a legion of challenging new robotic guardians, hijack their technology, steal their ships, harvest their resources, destroy their freighters, and much, much more. So yeah, that's cool. I I love. Look man, we, we've said it every time. Fucking No Man's Sky's on here. It's awesome that they keep doing shit like this. So we don't have to we don't have to blow them any more than we already do. So we can
2: move on. <laughs> but it is cool. And I hope they keep doing it. Uh. Yeah. And of course they got the patch
1: notes for that as well. And you guys can go check that out at nomansky.com. dot com. Um for all the cool things as they get into more detail with the corrupted planets and some of the VR stuff
2: and the interceptor varieties all that all that all that good stuff. The new turbojet. So yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, the game's awesome that they keep. Just keep adding into it, it. It makes me wonder though, like, what is like their
1: plan for this game in terms of like how how long do they continue to keep supporting it before they decide? You know what? We've put so much into No Man's Sky now that we feel like it's time to move on to something else. You know? Oh, I mean they've I mean they've been keeping up with this game for since what 2016 or something? When
2: did it come out? I think it's been a long time. Uh, but anyway. I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, that's just my guess, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, 2016. Just, You're right. So, yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, man, they've
1: been keeping up with it for a long time. You know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, they seem to really love it. Sean Murray seems to be like, that seems oh, to be yeah. like his his thing, is that game, so.
1: Yeah. It is his game, so, yeah, it just, it just, I just, I just think it's really cool that they've been just, like,
2: since then not stopped supporting it and, and adding to it and, you know, kind of trying to, you know, uh,
1: stay true to the promise that they made with the ambition of this game originally.
2: Um, but yeah, I it just, it's just curious. It just made me think like, man, they have, who knows how many updates now and they're just still going with it and it's showing no signs of stopping, you know? Yeah. It's cool. Uh
1: the next thing we have here which is the last PC gaming news we have for today is that the PC gaming show will return on June 11th um, new games new trailers coming to you from the void left behind by E3 and of course we have a picture of your boy day 9 there all smiles um But yeah, the 2023 edition of the PC Gaming Show will broadcast on Twitch and other platforms on Sunday, June 11th. We'll follow the Xbox Game Showcase and Xbox Plan Starfield Direct presentation. Uh, Day 9 will return as host and ringleader of the showcase. Um, So, yeah,
2: that's, uh, you know, that's cool. We, We like watching the PC Gaming Show, so. We do. All right, but, uh, yeah. If
1: you got nothing to add to that, Josh, that is uh, that is all our gaming news for the day.
2: Well, that's
0: it, man. Let's move right along, shall we?
1: All right, well this is gonna be quick too, because we only got one piece of news for TV. Because you guys got to remember, a lot of the main news for TV this mm-hmm. week is gonna be in the second half. Uh, but we got one thing here. It's gonna be really, really quick, and that is that Stranger Things has an animated series set on Netflix. Um, so Stranger Things will be concluding after five seasons over on Netflix, but the universe is expanding. An untitled animated series has been greenlit on Netflix. Uh Flying Bark Productions and executive producer Eric Robles is developing
2: it. Um, it's unknown what the animated series will be about, but uh speaking uh about
1: this, uh the Duffer brothers said in a statement. We've always dreamed of an animated Stranger Things in the vein of Saturday morning cartoons that we grew up loving. And to see this dream realized has been absolutely thrilling. You Couldn't be more blown away by what Eric Robles and his team have come up with. The scripts and artwork are incredible. And we can't wait to share more with you. The adventure continues. Uh, so, yeah, obviously they're going to be ending the main show, but... Um, they're going to continue it uh in animation which i feel like that's pretty interesting route to take it in i with them talking about like it being like a saturday morning cartoon kind of vibe i think totally fits the stranger things kind of kind of vibe and 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 feel that they're maybe want to go for so yeah makes uh makes total sense to me and you know, I I may not be as high as everybody else is on Stranger Things these days, but I still enjoy it, and I'm I'm still down to check this out whenever it comes out because who knows when that's gonna be? You know, they're, they're barely just now, you know, announcing it. So who knows when? You know, probably be a little bit, a year or two at the very least. Um. Um, but yeah, be curious. I, I again, we don't know what it's gonna be about. It could be about anything, it could be about brand new characters set in the universe,
2: but I'm I'm up for it. I'm I'm down to check out what the Stranger Things anime series uh, looks like. Yeah. Sounds cool. Not really. i I like the Stranger Things
0: just fine, so
2: I don't really have a lot to add there. Whew, it's cool. Yeah.
1: All right. That is our TV news for the week. And we can go to the movie news. This is probably one of the quickest news we've ever done. (laughs) Because we're just cruising through this. I thought... Which is fine, because we got a lot of Star Wars news to talk about.
0: What's funny is I thought we were not going to have any TV news at all. I was like, that's going to be a first for the show, I think, where one category is just completely empty. (laughs) Because I think we've always had at least one thing. (laughs) So
1: far, we haven't had that happen yet. And it almost happened this week, but it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Is this, is this crazy man nobody nobody has anything you know to talk about. but uh all right movie news uh first thing we have here is they dropped the trailer for spider-man across the spider verse uh last week and uh you know after our last episode which is why it wasn't in the uh news for last week but um yeah i reacted to this i am so looking forward to this movie um so, yeah, let's check it out. Uh, You're going to get my live John's reaction
0: because I haven't seen this yet. Correct. I have not seen it. You're so it live. there is a
1: trailer. There's a trailer before the trailer. So just skip it up to five seconds and then,
2: you know, we'll start All right. from there. I'm at five seconds. All right. If we're ready on three, two, one, play. My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. And
0: things are going great.
3: Oh yeah, you were supposed to be here. Alright,
0: whatever. Whatever. Wow. Whatever. Bro, that's a good that's a good way to get killed.
1: The the right? I Bro, I love this animation boss. style so much. It's so good. It's <laughs> not funny. Don't, don't do that. Bro, the bread.
0: Miles' grades are pretty good that's my
1: little man and a B in
3: Spanish. What?
1: That, that. when she snaps the <laughs> Puerto Rican flag colors are there and I think you know it I'm like miles you got a Puerto Rican mama bro you gotta know you gotta know you gotta be better at Spanish than that dude hey
4: In this spider team
1: you can never be
4: part of this don't even get me started on dr. strange and the little nerd back on earth 1999 come on go easy on the
1: kid he had a terrible teacher Peter hey you have a he's back baby and he's got a baby he's got a baby baby
2: <laughs> yep
4: miles being spider-man is a sacrifice
1: <laughs> hell yeah katie miguel miguel O'Hara.
4: Say it in every world <sighs>
0: Send me home I can't do that I can do both Spider-man always Not always What about Uncle Ben?
4: If not for Uncle Ben Most of us wouldn't be here can't stop me you
1: can't run I like how they use the music from the first movie too In the trailer It's so good Yeah and,
0: it, and it's giving me two of those too Like Miguel is like scary looking. <laughs> yeah. I'ma do my own thing.
1: stop Spider-Man. You? You, 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 you. You, you, what? It's, there's so many spider people, bro. It's gonna be nuts. <laughs> and I at
4: my uncle and... uh, let me guess. He
1: died. <laughs> That's so bad.
0: Uh, <laughs> I love it. I'm there gonna go see this one. I'm gonna go see this one in the movie theaters because I didn't see the last one there and I regret it so yeah, much that I didn't.
1: Same. I also didn't uh didn't watch the first one, so I I definitely I don't want to miss this one. I really. I don't I either. Much try, try my best to try to go watch this one. Although oh man, man. Watch, although although watching movies in the, in the theater for me lately has been rough. But uh if yeah, I could get I a mean,
0: double feature of the of the first one and then this one, I would fucking take it. Like
1: because I would love to would see that cool, first man. one in the back theater. The back. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah that looks great. I, I can't wait for that. I love yeah, it the looks first. Looks phenomenal.
1: One. Looks phenomenal. Like I said, if you want to go see my first thoughts on it, I, I reacted to it, so go check it out. But yeah, you guys got to see Josh's here. First, first impressions, first thoughts. So yeah, you got anything else to add on that? not To me, it looks awesome. Like I,
3: I love mean, how yeah, colorful
1: it is. The animation style, the characters, it's all, it all looks really good. I just think it looks fucking
0: great. I, I, I can't wait to see it. You know, like I just. I, I don't form coherent thoughts. So I'm more like, let's just fucking go see that. That looks great, man. Let's go. Let's do it. You know, like I don't think, I just, it just all combines into this big hodgepodge of word vomit about how awesome this looks, and I want to go see it. It's like that. That's me with every reaction that I ever do. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it looks. It looks fantastic. Sure does. Uh. Uh, we got another trailer that dropped shortly
1: after that one. And this is for Barbie. It is teaser trailer number two. I also reacted to this one. I wasn't sure if I was going to or not, but I was like, you know what?
2: Fuck it, dude. Why not? Mm-hmm. Fuck
1: it. Exactly. So I did mm-hmm. it. You can go check out uh, my first thoughts on that as well. But uh,
2: yeah, let's you're just check it out. I don't, have, have, have you, seen, have not, you s- seen it yet? I haven't seen All it.
1: Right. So again, you're going to watch Josh's first, first thoughts on it, first reactions to it. Uh if you're ready, let's do it. Three, two, one, play. Welcome to Barbie Land. It is
0: very pink. Oh yeah. Oh, that makes my feet hurt, dude.
2: Hi Barbie. Hi Ken.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: So as you can see, all the Barbies and cans, multiples, they're all the same but different. <laughs>
0: G- Gosling clicks. <laughs>
1: I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend boyfriend.
0: To do what?
3: I'm actually not sure. Good Lord. <laughs>
1: Yeah, seem looks like he's having a great time.
3: What are you doing here? I'm coming with you.
4: Did you bring your rollerblades? <laughs> I literally go nowhere without them. He goes is nowhere it? without <laughs> his rollerblades, okay? <laughs> oh, looks like this beach is a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. Fuck beach off. When again. he said
1: that first, and I was like, "Wait a, a, a minute. What did he say?" To
4: beat me off first. I will beat both of you off at the same time.
1: I was like, so, "Ayo, Yo, what? Like, what? The, what was
0: that? <laughs> so this movie comes out on my birthday.
1: <laughs> what a what a great gift to you, my
0: friend. <laughs> this looks great so gift. ridiculous. But at least they know what they're doing. Like, I mean, yeah. like they know what it is, so they're just making fun, or not making. They're not even really making fun. They're just having a good time with it. I guess should be the way to, yeah. to put it. It's like, did you bring your rollerblades? Oh my goodness. I gotta tell you, I am not gonna go see this in a the theater, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't you don't want to walk up to the the fucking uh, ticket person and be like, "One ticket to the Barbie movie, please." I have no problem doing that. I am
0: just not gonna. <laughs> I'm just
1: not gonna go see this in the movie theater. No, no, that's fair. I think, I I, I'm not going to either. I'm not going to either. I mean, like, I already. Yeah. <laughs> I, first of all, I already have a bad enough time trying to go watch movies. I do. I like. I'm like dying to go watch in the theater. This one I could wait for sure, but I still am very... I'm like... It's gonna be a fun, stupid time, you know?
2: That's the
0: thing is, like, if I had a big group to go, and it wasn't here's this 30-year-old man seeing this silly Barbie movie on his own, then I would go, right? Like, it was like a big group uh, of friends going, and we were gonna laugh and have a good time at it. Then, yeah, sure. But, (laughs) on my
2: own, nah, I'm good. (laughs) But it looks it looks super silly and funny. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, <laughs> it's the Barbie movie. It is. Uh,
1: we got some other news here, and I think that that'll do it for the trailers for this portion. We got a couple more trailers coming later,
2: but um, we got some other news. Uh, and that is um. That James Mangold
1: is writing the Swamp Thing movie for DC. Not only, uh, not only is he just uh, directing it. Um, he was talking at Star Wars Celebration because he was there about uh, some another movie that he's doing that we'll, be, that we'll be talking about. But he revealed that yeah, he's uh, not only directing it but also writing it. So that is really cool. He says. Um, the truth is, I'm writing both right now. Who knows what's gonna happen and what's gonna happen first or second? So here's your, so there's your thing. I'm doing Swamp Thing. It's not a rumor. It's happening. I put it online. So he confirmed his involvement in Swamp Thing because it had been rumored up until this point. But now we know for sure that he's doing it, and I think that's awesome. Us, yeah. Uh, James Mangold Swamp Thing movie is gonna be dope. Um, I'm here for it. I can't wait to check it out. I think Swamp Thing's a really cool character and. uh yeah, I I am looking forward to seeing what his take on on that is going to be. You know,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: and I like James Mangold as as a filmmaker. He's a I, I like you know a lot of the stuff that he's done. So this is a good good news.
2: Yeah, I was I was
0: looking to see what all the movies he's done because I'm just bad at remembering things, and he's like a lot
2: of his movies I I love. Like, yeah. Pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, going from DC to Marvel real quick. Is that uh. Morena
1: Morena Bakarin or Bakarin talks about the um, Deadpool three. And she says that the return is up in the air. Uh, we haven't agreed on terms, so it may not may or may not work out. And as we know. She has been in the first two movies, uh, you know, as as Wade's, you know, uh, lady in those,
2: uh, playing the character of Vanessa uh, uh, Carlisle. Um, but she says, uh, "What what's up with Deadpool 3? That's
1: a really good question. Uh, she was saying on a podcast. I have to be very diplomatic about what I say because I'd like to be in it. They have called me about being in it. Right now, we have not agreed on terms. And everybody's trying their best, and I'm doing... Everybody's trying their best and doing their best. It may or may not work out. I don't know. I do think this movie, since Marvel, Disney acquired Deadpool, this Deadpool universe, we're trying to reinvent it a little bit. This movie's going to be much more about Wolverine and Deadpool, so we'll see. Hugh's going to be a huge part of it. I'm sure he'll be great. Um, so yeah, she's talking about it on a podcast that she was on because they were asking her about that, which obviously fair enough. Mm, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll see if she uh becomes a part of it. I think it'd be kind of a mistake not to have her in there, yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. I mean, I, we'll see what happens, you know.
0: You never know,
1: you never know, indeed. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be fun regardless because we have Hugh Jackman and along with Ryan, and you know, and the, those two are gonna be ridiculous but at the same time it's like i don't know you just be 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 ashamed not to not to bring her back and and include her in on on, you know continued story of this but it is it is good that they have like reached out to her and they're kind of they
2: haven't agreed yet but they're still kind of working on it you know so i think that that does bode well uh you know regardless Uh, if you got nothing to add to that, then we are going to move on. And we have
1: a couple other things here, such as um,
2: this one. When I heard about it, I was like, what? But the the thing is, uh, Jason Momoa is going
1: to be doing a M- Minecraft movie. That is going to be coming out on April 2025. And that is nuts because what the hell? I never would have expected that to be a thing. Um, Although like, I guess it shouldn't be super surprising. I mean, anything can happen nowadays with actors and movies and, and, you know, they sometimes they get people you would never would have thought of
2: or anything like that, but it's just like, that's kind of that's kind of nuts. They're getting him for this, but um,
1: yeah, Napoleon Dynamite filmmaker is going to be directing, and uh, it's supposed to be coming out April fourth, twenty twenty five. Uh, Mo Yang Studios is uh, you know, obviously going to be handling it as they are, you know, the Minecraft people. Uh,
2: but uh, yeah, they've uh, Warner Brothers has been making some uh. Scheduling, um, as well. They're moving some moves
1: around, and, and, and yeah, this this one's getting slotted. Minecraft movies getting slotted into that, so pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, Jason, momoa Minecraft. That's uh, it's wild.
2: That's the thing. It exists apparently, or will eventually. It will
1: exist. It will be a thing. Yeah. Uh, the last piece of news we got here. Is that Lionsgate has set John Wick spin-off ballerina for a summer twenty twenty-four release. Uh the Ana de Armas film will be
2: debuting on June seventh, twenty twenty four. Um yeah, that's that's cool. Uh I still haven't seen John Wick 4 yet,
1: but uh Okay. Regardless of that, I'm I'm excited for checking this one out as well. Um, yeah, I I I can't wait to watch these. The uh, you know Josh has seen John Wick 4 already, obviously, and I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it myself. And I've heard just nothing but uh, good things. But the ballerina is gonna be uh, Ana de Armas' character. is a assassin trained in the traditions of the uh, Ruska Roma. She's a, she uses her killer skills to get revenge when her family is killed by Hitman. And uh, the movie is going to be starring Angelica Houston, uh, Gabriel Byrne, uh, the late Lance Reddick, Catalina Sandino-Moreno, Norman Reedus, Ian McShane, and Keanu Reeves are all coming back as well. Um, Shay Hatton wrote the script. And, uh, yep, again, coming out on June 7th, 2024. So- a year, A year, basically, you gotta wait for the next chapter in the in the John Wick verse.
2: Um. So yeah, and that will do it for our uh, news portion of this week, man. That was the pretty quick. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's where we. Hey.
1: That's where we uh, stop for now.
2: That's the way it yeah. is sometimes, man. This is the way it
0: be. Um Yeah, I uh I don't personally need a break, DT. I don't know if you do. Do you need to I um, I I do need to take one okay. real quick. We'll take a quick well, break and then we'll be We'll, right we'll
1: back. be back and then we'll continue with celebration 20 uh 23 because we got a lot to talk about. Uh go get a a a drink or a snack or whatever or, or take a bathroom break and we'll be right back because
2: yeah, we got Plenty to talk about, so you know, go do your thing, guys, and we'll be back in a minute. We'll be right back after this, guys. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, for the second half of our show, which will be Star Wars Celebration London 2023. DT. Hard to believe they didn't announce anything at all at this year's celebration.
1: (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. There's a lot. There's a lot to go over. Talk about a fantastic celebration. This was indeed. I am uh, saddened that I
2: was not able to go to this one because man, they had a lot of good stuff there. Um. Yeah, I. I think it's just nuts that, um, like on the first day
1: that they started, they came out swinging with some of these announcements. Um,
2: so they had the Lucasfilm uh, showcase panel. Um, and they, like I said, they when they came out, like strong um they had a lot of really
1: really good stuff on that on that first day they were talking about some of the uh you know projects they're gonna be doing coming up with the uh, tv and movies and stuff and we'll get to that but
2: you know i wish i could have gone um this year like i, like I was that last year's last year's was was cool
1: because i mean i i went and you know i had pictures and stuff and, and and it was, and it's you know, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, if I had, if I had known that Katie was gonna be back in time, we, we could, we should have invited her because she went. So you yeah. guys may, re- you guys may remember Katie, uh, one of our <laughs> friends, Katie One Twenty. She um, has been on the podcast a few times before. Um, I didn't, I didn't know she'd be back in time. I guess I, I, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure how her t- timeline uh, was looking, but you know, it would have been cool to invite her and, and you know, show off some of her. You know stuff that that she got the you know experience and and uh you know look at and and she got the she got she was at that panel the lucasfilm showcase one um but uh yeah i'm just glad she had a good time it was her first celebration
0: yeah katie and, i would have uh, uh i would have uh brought it up too if um i wasn't sure if you'd be back same as dt but i also wasn't sure if like even if you were back I imagined it probably pretty tiring, <laughs> you know. Too, I wasn't sure if she'd want to be on just from uh, uh, from that. So that's why I never even brought it up, either. Yeah. Um, but
2: it, yeah, it, it did cross found, my mind. Though.
1: There was a lot of there was a lot of you know a couple of our friends that that got to that got to go and and and, and check it out and and you know see see all of the cool stuff that was that was going. Um, so yeah, they had a lot of things to talk about do you wanna you wanna get into uh yeah,
2: talking about this it.
1: or is there anything else you wanna say before we like you know dive no, around?
0: just just that I'm excited we should we we should definitely hop in and just talk about some of the school shit so.
1: all right so <clears throat> solar celebration london twenty twenty three it was a four day event um each day had a few big things happen which is honestly pretty dope because there's been a v- celebrations in the past where they kind of, you know, didn't. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just great that they like every day, I feel like had something that was, you know, uh, pretty cool. And, and I like stayed up every night, like it was like really early, you know, in the morning for me. And, I and I still was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check this out. The hype was, the hype was too strong. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. Like, it was, you know, I, I didn't want to. It was just, What's funny is I did do a couple of those nights.
0: Not that last one, but I did a couple of nights. Stay up with you. I Stay up with you I that one it. night.
1: Yeah. I did it, yeah. I did it every day. And I'm glad I get to sleep a <laughs> normal time tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Uh, but, the, but that was fun, man. That was fun, uh, uh, you know. just Like, checking out the live stream and the people live blogging and, you know, checking Twitter and all that stuff. And, yeah it was cool but um yeah we're just going we're
2: just going to go day by day um and uh yeah it's it's that's how we're going to do it so let's start with um thursday they revealed the
1: well lego revealed the 40th anniversary return of the jedi dioramas um, so the first thing we got here is uh the speeder bike chase on Endor. Which uh very, very cool. These little like diorama pieces that they have are so awesome. But they yeah, are Yeah, they look cool. They they cost so much more than normal Lego sets. Um but they did one for the speeder bike chase and they have one for the throne room duel. They both look awesome. They both look really cool, and I would love to have them both. Because the Return of the Jedi, for those of you who don't know, is my second favorite Star Wars movie of all of them. And yeah, I just this, this movie's awesome, and I and I, I like so I like so many things about it. And yeah, I would I would love to have both of these uh, little diorama pieces. Yeah, me too. They're fantastic. They're great. That was cool. That was on Thursday. So this, this was even before the the celebration itself started, but uh. You know, it was just like, here's the, here's something to get us, you know, kind of started was was the the revelation of that. But, uh, Friday, the first day of the event, um,
2: they had the Lucasfilm, uh, showcase panel. Um, so they had a lot of things, um, they talked about
1: uh, Andor season two and the Acolyte and the Mandalorian, Skeleton Crew,
2: and then Ahsoka. So they revealed a new trailer for
1: or the first trailer for Star Wars uh, Ahsoka the series. And well, it's the teaser, but man. So they had a teaser and a poster and they had everybody go up there. And man, let me tell you guys. I the hype for this mm-hmm. show for me is like. Man, oh, man, I cannot wait, dude. I, cannot I can't wait either to talk about this. It's going to be great. I wish it was August because this is incredible. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and watch the trailer here. Actually, the poster. Dope the poster first, and then we'll watch the trailer.
2: Um, because, yeah, I mean, wow. So there's a poster. It's Rosario Dawson's face as
1: Ahsoka, and um, the Laku. You know everything looks good. August 2023 is when it's coming out. Pretty cool first poster for this series. Um. But yeah, now we have the teaser. We're gonna watch it, we're gonna check it out. Uh we already reacted to this. We did. So if you so if you want to go check out our first initial thoughts, go check that out. But we're just gonna talk about it here a little bit more and just you know go over all of it. So if you're ready, Josh. I'm ready, two, one, go.
3: Something's coming.
4: Something
3: dark. I sense it. This is a new beginning. For some, war.
1: Fucking Hera and Chopper, dude. And the Phantom 2 and Shin and Balin.
0: I just... I'm gonna start crying. I'm getting fucking tears in my eyes, dude. It's
1: been a while. <laughs> and and damn, Natasha looks so good as Sabine, man. She looks so good as Sabine. M- fucking Mon Mothma, dude. And Senator Ziono and Thrawn himself. Yeah. Lars Nicholson, dude. He's back as Thrawn. As heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire, dude. Morgan Ellsmith. Balen... Fighting Ahsoka, it's insane. Look look at Terra. Oh man. Look at Shin piloting that ship like a badass, and then Balin's over here just destroying these new republic bros. Ezra! Inquisitor! Man Perhaps it is time to begin again. Pu-Yang. Dude. 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 Oh,
3: I mean trailer.
1: I
2: mean incredible. Absolutely incredible. I can't I dude I watched this. It was like four thirty my time. Four thirty AM. And it was, like... I was like, how am I supposed to sleep after this?
1: Right? How am I supposed to go to sleep after watching this shit? And it, it... Just... Everything that we see there has, like, surpassed, like... Just... What I... Like, I've I heard things about this show. Like, I had heard about the characters of Balin and Shin and... You know... Thrawn and, and like, some of the you know, villains and, and, and other things that were supposed to be getting in the show that were not in this trailer. But they now sound very, very real uh. because of this trailer. It kind of confirms a lot of things. Um, I'm, dude, I, I can't even, like, everything about it, like, just from the beginning, like, Ahsoka dropping in to the, you know, ground with the saber move that she did from Clone Wars and... Just getting to see, finally, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as uh, Hera. And we get to see Chop in The Phantom 2. And just the introduction of Balin and
2: Shin. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Ray Stevenson and Ivana Sokno are going to kill it. Um, Natasha
1: as Sabine. So I was at last year's celebration when they showed us like the very, very first official like footage that they had. They had only been filming for like two weeks at the time and we got to see from what I saw of that I was already super on board um, but man this just elevates the hype to like a completely like another level like it's so good man they they all, they all look amazing Um, yeah they all look so good and, and I just I'm so excited to get into this and just see what these characters have been up to since we last saw them in rebels and i mean like live action lothal i mean come on man like are you kidding me this is just ugh. i i i cannot wait i i I just i simply cannot wait i
2: they confirmed it's going to be eight episodes um august they also, I believe, conf- did they, I think they announced the, um, I know that for some of the other shows they announced uh, uh, the directors list.
1: Uh,
2: uh, But
1: I'm trying to, rem- oh, they did, they did, they did, they did announce the, yeah, uh, the lineup thought, for directors. I thought they did. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I so they... So not only did they announce a list of directors, but they announced that Kevin Kiner is going to be scoring the show, which that is huge, man. Kevin Kiner, as, as we know, did the Clone Wars and, and, and you know, the animated stuff. Um, and he's coming back. He's, you know, big on, on, on obviously Ahsoka. He did the theme. You can kind of hear it in the trailer as well. Yeah. And we have our list of directors for the eight episodes. So we have Dave Filoni, Steph
2: Green, Peter Ramsey, Jennifer Getzinger, uh, Gita Patel, and Rick Famayua. So, yeah, that that's so awesome. That is just obviously Dave's gonna do more than one episode.
1: It's you know his show and Sokka's his character, so I yeah. would imagine he's gonna be doing that. But we got the other five directors as well. And I like that Rick is coming back. Peter Ramsey, obviously, he did an episode of The Season, The Mando. Uh Steph Green did uh Book of Boba. So yeah, we got Yeah, I'm just I'm so hyped, man. Like everything about this show that I've heard, that I've seen, I just ah, Kevin Kiner doing the music, man, I I'm just over like the moon excited. This could be such a phenomenal show if they can can do it right, and and I, I'm I I have no doubt that they will. I don't think Dave is gonna, you know, not do his his own character justice. So, yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I'm just so excited about this series and and this trailer, and just everything we got to see. But Josh, let them know your thoughts on the uh, not only just the, the the trailer, but the show and just everything that they kind of announced at this uh, panel yeah. for the uh... show.
0: So obviously, I'm I'm super excited. You know, if you if you saw the re- my reaction on YouTube, I was just like speechless the entire fucking time. Um, and honestly, the thing I'm, I'm most excited about. Is just Ray Stevenson and being in fucking Star Wars, because I, I love him. Uh ever since I saw Rome, I've I've liked him. Um, so my boy's going to be in in the Star Wars now. Playing as fucking Balon, Balon, or Balon, or how they say Balin, it. Yeah, I'm his, not sure how they name, say his it. His
1: character name is Balon Skull. Yeah, um,
0: and it's 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 it looks so good. Like like I don't even know what to say. Like it is gonna be so good to to, to get to see all these characters again and see where they they've, they've you know it's been so long since we've seen them and how they've grown and changed and. And and what this is eventually going to lead to and, and the fucking whole air of the Empire thing and like just the whole the whole deal. It's it's really exciting. Like I uh, I just get chills watching that trailer. Like I've watched a couple of reactions since that. But that's the second time I've seen the trailer would just just watching it without somebody reacting to it. So uh, I I'm just. I'm fucking excited. Like I, I, I'm much like DT. I want it to be August already. I, I think I even said that when it aired. I was like, oh, "Why can't it be August already? Like, come on!" Yeah,
1: I just I <sighs> so 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 excited. I am very much looking forward to that. Um,
0: and Thrawn, bro. Yeah,
1: fucking man, Thrawn.
0: Who would have thought? Even though all that stuff is non-canon anymore, who would have thought all those years ago? Right. When that character was originally created. You're gonna get to see him in live action. It's gonna take a very long time to get there, but he's there. You're gonna get to see him. Like that's that's insane to me. And I eat it up. It
2: is the best thing ever. I love I love Star Wars. Okay? It's the best. Ugh. Just Ugh. Man, such 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 excitement,
1: uh, and yeah, fucking Dave, being the the lover of wolves that he is, named the two villains Balin Skull and Shin Hati because in North Norse mythology, Skull and Hati are two wolves who chase the sun and the moon. So yeah, there's Dave for you with, with some Norse uh, wolves mixing in a Star. Wars. I think that's cool though, man. I'm I'm so excited for both of these characters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Balen and Shin, they these look really cool, uh, really interesting. They got like these fiery orange red lightsabers that are not quite red. So I definitely noticed that right away too. And and just yeah. I'm excited to have Hu Yang back. You know, David Tennant's returning to voice him as well. Um, I'm loving uh Mary and, and Natasha's Hera and Sabine. Um, I like that we're getting Diana Lee and Asanto back as Morgan Elsbeth. She was a really interesting character in Mando season two, and her HK droids are back as well. Um, Lothal and the Lothcats and Sabine's Wallard, and just I'm ready to see Chopper be a a lunatic, a a, a absolute (laughs) lunatic psychopath in live action like he was in, in, in Rebels. And just I can't wait, man. Uh, Bon Mothma being Chancellor Mon Mothma at this point of time. And then the dude next to her, one of the senators, Senator Ziono, is the dad of Kaz from uh, Resistance, the main character of Resistance. So that's cool that he's going to be, uh, you know, uh, part of this. And just, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just have nothing but good things to say about it. This is easily one of my most anticipated shows of anything. Any piece of media coming up, and I can't believe we're only four months away because
2: I, I just I wish we had it now, but uh you know I, I'm glad we don't have to wait till next year. I'm glad it's this
1: year. You know we're only f- we're only several months away. Like I'm I'm just so hype and excited and yeah yeah I I got nothing but good things to say about this. I, I'm I'm loving everything we're seeing from this. So yeah,
2: sure. For sure. Um, the uh, some of the other stuff they talked about in that panel,
1: apart from Ahsoka, uh, if you got nothing else to, if you want to wrap up the Ahsoka talk, we can move on to other things. We can we can move
0: right along. Just excitement.
1: The other things they talked about was Andor season two. Uh, showrunner Tony Gilroy was with Diego Luna and the rest of the cast members like Adriana and, uh, uh, Genevieve
2: and uh, Andy Serkis and Kyle. Um, and um, they were talking about season one and the
1: reaction to it and how they're still and they're shooting season two right now. Uh, he says, we're going as quickly as we can to come back with the second half of this and finish it off proudly and make you proud of us, says Tony Gilroy. Uh, Diego Luna spoke as well. He says, this city means a lot to me, and I feel part of this community, but most of all, he was grateful for the support the fans have shown in the series. We're really happy to be here because it means we're still doing Andor. It was always a feeling of what's going to happen if they don't like it. We're here because you liked it. They showed a a short teaser, um, with uh, glimpses of the main characters and some intense action. Uh, if we do not stand together, we will be crushed. Mon Mothma says, and it closed with a um, uh. A different looking Cassian Andor. He uh had some new uh new drip, new haircut. And, uh, yeah, that's that was what they showed for Andor Season 2. Makes sense that they had something for the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, then they talked about uh, the Acolyte. They had the cast show up for that as well. Leslie Headland and everybody there. Um, she came out on stage with a Jedi, a Wookiee Jedi, who was going to be, gonna be uh, played by Jonas Sotomo who portrayed Chewie in the sequel trilogy after Peter Mayhew. And he is now going to be playing the character of Kel'Naka, the Wookiee Jedi master from the Acolyte. And I'm just very happy for him that he's going to get a chance to, uh, you know, come not only come back to Star Wars, but continue to play a Wookiee. And not only that, but he's going to be playing a Wookiee Jedi master. Like that is just awesome. Yeah. That's fucking dope. And uh, yeah, everybody you know, the main cast came out on stage. Rebecca Henderson, Lee Jae-Jung, Charlie, uh, Rebecca, I already said Rebecca Henderson, my bad, Daphne Keene, Manila Stenberg, Manny Jacinto, Dean Charles Chapman, uh, Jody uh, Jody Turner-Smith. Like, this is a really, like, good cast. Like, I'm really, I'm really digging it. And, uh, yeah. Fucking Amanda Lee even came out in cosplay. She had the, she had the Padme cosplay on episode two. She's a big cosplayer, so she's like, you know, why not? Um, <laughs> but uh, Leslie Headland said that she wanted to tell a story from the perspective of the villains, and The High Republic, The Prime of the Jedi, and Time of Peace was the ideal setting. This is when the bad guys are outnumbered, she said. They are the underdogs, and so it seemed like the perfect part of the timeline to explore in live action. Uh, she named in her aspirations as samurai and martial arts films with a focus uh, on relationships from master and apprentice to siblings. Uh, we went back to a lot of films that inspired George Lucas. And uh, another interesting thing that they that she described uh, the show as. She's describing this show as Frozen meets Kill Bill. Which take of that what you will. That is a, a very interesting uh, pairing. Um, but that's how she's describing the show, and Amanda Stenberg even said so. And it's just you know it's it's interesting. I would have you know I. I I'm not I to be honest with you I'm not even quite sure what to even think of that myself uh but everything I've seen so far and heard is is exciting um Well
0: the th- what I would what I would get out of at least the the frozen part uh having seen that movie several times due to having nieces nephews and also that movie's a good movie no matter what you say it's like and then what she says earlier in this article which is like it's about relationships and masters and apprentices but mostly siblings one of the biggest things about the frozen movie is like the the sibling relationship that those two sisters have and it growing over the course of that movie and and things like that so i wonder if that is what she means by saying frozen sisters yeah yeah so like when she says frozen like say what you will about that the 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 relationship i think the relationship parts of that movie is one of the strongest parts of that movie and if they do something like that and the Acolyte, that's going to be pretty cool. Pretty cool. The Kill yeah. Bill stuff that I imagine would be like, I wouldn't even know where to, <laughs> where to begin with. I've actually never seen Kill Bill, other than like, I've seen scenes of it, but I've never seen the mo- the, the whole movie series, or the movie.
2: Hmm. I haven't seen the movie series at all, other than okay. like a few scenes here and there.
1: I've seen them, it's been a while, but um yeah, I, I that i imagine is just going into like some of the other like uh you know martial arts movies and kind of stuff that they let's see i've been talking about and yeah it's it's going to be interesting that that's for sure but um
2: they showed everybody their sneak peek at the show with a teaser um and uh it began with younglings uh, in a
1: meditative exercise and Jedi Master Lee uh, you know Lee Jae Jung's character who, who is a Jedi Master uh, says close your eyes your eyes can deceive you we must not trust them force is powerful it is power, It is a power we must respect and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on and we see Carrie Ann Moss who's also playing a Jedi in this uh, doing some kung fu shit against a, a blade-wielding assailant and it ending with several jedi igniting their lightsabers before an unseen foe and it got a huge ovation
2: from the crowd so that to me is very exciting um uh, there is there probably somebody probably recorded these and they're out
1: there somehow oh, it-
0: definitely is
1: <laughs> and uh if you, I'm sure if you were curious to go check it out I'm sure you can find it if you look hard enough um but uh yeah it sounds it all sounds really awesome to me i this is another show that I really cannot wait for um I was listening to leslie uh being interviewed
2: about um the show and uh she just I think she kind of gets it and and understands, like, just
1: how much, like, how, like, the importance of, like, kind of the things we're going to be, like, dealing with here. Like, she really refers to, like, the high, you know, she's, like, really tapped into the High Republic era and, like, you know, she really, like, stresses and emphasizes the fact that, like, this is, we're going to, we're going to kind of bridge the gap between the High Republic Jedi and the prequel era Jedi. Like, this is basically gonna be like how do we get to the phantom menace so that right. i am as a as a prequel fan i am very 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 excited to see how we get to that point and uh yeah i just i can't wait man it's it's definitely another one of my more anticipated shows and um another thing that was announced for this show that was not at this panel was at the high republic panel they announced that one of the the main characters of the uh, High Republic era, Vernestra Rowe, is going to be in this this show. So she's going to be the first character from the High Republic era to transition from the books to live action. And uh, yeah, Vernestra Rowe is going to be played by uh, Rebecca Henderson, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool that we're getting one of the yeah. major characters from, from that in, in the show. Um I, I wasn't I wasn't sure how that would work because this is set like years after that whole like main High Republic stuff in the books. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm I, I don't know the math of how old she would be at you know at this time. But uh I'm sure they they know what they're doing with that and you know and all that. But it, I think it's really cool, man. And um Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just very excited for the show. I I I can't wait to get something in Star Wars live action that is not in the you know reign of the Empire through you know or I guess follow the Republic to the you know where we you know the, the sequel era or whatever. Yeah, you know, basically non Skywalker saga timeline stuff. I'm excited we're finally getting something like that in live action, and it's just gonna be. Just really cool to look at and check out, and I'm just yeah.
0: Yeah, it's gonna very, be cool very, to really cool. to see like the Jedi at their their super height of power, right? Like this is like yeah. them and their are true They're yeah. true knights of the Round Table, King Arthur glory right, uh, yeah. days. So like the, it's the Sith aren't even cool. around;
1: they're they're kind of just you know unmatched at this point. Like they're you know which is interesting to see how we get to that from mm-hmm. that to how we get the phantom menace, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that too. Um, yeah,
2: this is, I'm, I'm excited. Do you, uh, I saw some people, I'm just going to ask
0: since I, I saw this, uh, you like the new logo more than the old logo. I saw some people like kind of like the old logo a little more. Cause they did come out with a new one. It's right here. I'll show they, you guys. Yeah, they did.
1: We, we, we have, we haven't mentioned that they did come out with a new logo. I like it. I, uh, I think uh, it is interesting. Um, I think this one maybe more reflects kind of more of the overall, uh, you know, show. Like, yes, it's going to be about the bad guys, but obviously we're going to be focusing on Jedi as well. So I kind of this this feels more like a neutral logo to me Mm -hmm. as opposed to the first one felt like totally dark side. And like, you know, yeah, the first one was really
0: really gets you like i get why it was the first logo cuz it's like ooh look at that logo what what's going on here you know it's very it's, it's obviously dark side but it's also kind of mysterious with like the uh the uh, the logo is actually like battle damaged a little bit from a lightsaber blade and it's like ooh this is very mysterious i think it makes sense once they have the the full grasp of what they're doing to to redo it and make it more um neutral like you said um, yeah, it's. So I, I, I like, think it looks fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like both logos, but I think this one, this one, probably more accurately represents what the show is gonna be. You know. So yeah, I I, I feel like that that that's
2: yeah. uh you know uh the change doesn't bother me like like may other people. Um. Yeah. So if you got nothing else to add on to the no. our pub or the uh
1: Acoloid, which again, just very excited for that one as well. Um we'll talk about some of the other stuff in that panel, which uh we had John Favreau, Dave Feloni, Rick Famayua talking about uh, you know, building on their you know, building on the, the Star Wars universe and with the Mandalorian season three and you know moving
2: forward with, with all that and um, they uh uh Famuyiwa, Rick
1: Famuyiwa, who directed the last two episodes of the season, which we still have to see. Um, said uh that uh, examining this idea around culture and what it means to be a Mandalorian and what title and what the title means, who are we and who are we and who we are we talking about? A lot of interesting seeds have been planted that we'll see some resolution on. And then they kind of brought up uh, Ahmed Best's return as Kellerman Beck, and they uh, said that uh, you know, um,
2: uh, in their discussions of of trying to you
1: know figure out who would be the Jedi to save Grogu from Order sixty six, they uh, John Favreau was like, it had to be somebody you know, like 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 who around that time. Who were on that timeline would be around that would make sense. And uh, they, they said that, you know, the Jedi Temple Challenge character, you know, Keller and Beck, was already the, the you know, kind of caretaker of the younglings. Uh, and he said, well, you know, what, what better choice than to have, you know, Ahmed mm-hmm. Best come back and, and portray that character. And, and so he was like, it had to be somebody who cares about Star Wars as much as you guys do. Dave Filoni said, I don't think there's anybody better than Ahmed and uh yeah he uh Favreau noted noted how fan you know people were beyond enthusiastic about the uh, you know bank returning and, and yeah it was uh you know he said that was as much fun as the episode in itself oh um, yeah which yeah it was so cool so, so awesome and uh I'm pretty sure that I think later that or in that panel they also talked about like what's what's coming up and um People got to see the seventh episode. The one we're going to be seeing this week. Um, they, they got to watch it already. So there's a little bit of news on that out there as well um, from people who have seen it. And uh, they talked about skeleton crew as well. So they brought out the cast members of skeleton crew, like Jude law and all the kids, uh, Ravi Cabot Conyers, Kiriana Crater and Robert Timothy Smith. And um, uh, Jude Law says, I was six years old when this galaxy gripped me. I've been in preparation over I've been in preparation ever since. Um and they also revealed the directors of the series uh John Watts, David Lowry, Jake Schreier, and the Daniels as well from you know, obviously everything everywhere. And uh, they showed a teaser focusing on a group of children going off into space for an unknown reason. Uh don't you ever want to do anything exciting? One asks, while adults are desperate for them to return home safely. And near the end, we hear uh Jude Law's character who draws something close to his hand with the force, and someone says, You're a Jedi. Um the way that I've heard this this show described as it's kind of like a Goonies, Stranger Things, kind of you know, those old Amblin movies. Uh kind of vibe with it and they 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 keep saying that like even though there's going to be kids in it it's not necessarily a kids show um it's just like basically the idea is what if we took ordinary civilians or people from star wars and put them in an adventure you know mm-hmm. like because up up until this point star wars has been like oh here's you know this badass and here's you know this person who's destined to be on a on a journey and an and adventure and, and you know to fulfill their destiny and this is like what if we just took some kids and and you know put them throw them in an adventure you know yeah um so yeah i have to admit that i'm not the most excited about this but i'm still going to watch it
2: it's a part of the connected uh you know tissue to the mando and and Ahsoka
1: and Book of Boba and and uh in the teaser they had uh what's his name Vane from the Mandalorian so we know that like, he's going to show up again in this and um yeah there's a uh, it has I think I think this has potential to maybe surprise cuz kind of I think most of us are kind of like me and uh, me as well are kind of like sleeping on it a little bit you know mhm um but i mean you know it's star wars so just you just know that there's even if the show in, as a as a whole in general may not be like the coolest most badass thing you've ever seen you know you that there's gonna be some cool stuff in it um so you should definitely keep that in mind going forward with this one um but uh yeah that's uh what
2: they had to show on that one and talk about for that um And then they also talked
1: about uh, three new Star Wars movies being announced.
2: So this right here is interesting because you got three new uh, you got the announcement of three new movies coming out. So the first one is that uh, James Mangold not only is he, you know, going to be doing Indiana Jones and the Dallas Destiny for them, although he already did that, but
1: they liked, I guess, him and his work so much on that movie that they're like, hey, we're going to let you have another, we're going to let you have a Star Wars movie. And his movie will be about the dawn of the Jedi set 25,000 years before
2: any that, anything we know. So this is like going way, 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 way back. And it is quite interesting because the name of it alone seems to be like they're going uh, off of the old novels, Dawn of
1: the Jedi, with the Jedi and the Ashla and the Bogan and, you know, all that. Cool, interesting stuff from way back when. Um, but yeah, it'll be covering the first Jedi, and they're describing that movie as a biblical epic. Um, which is very intriguing. I am actually quite intrigued and, and interested to see how. That <laughs> Let goes my out.
3: Jedi
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 th- I think this is really exciting because it's gonna be get to see the birth like on screen of 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 everything that we love. Now, Uh yeah at its beginning, so that's going to be. Really, really cool and interesting, and. I, I just I, I love expanding world building and stuff, so it's going to be really cool to get to see that, so. To see how that's going to be. I'm curious to yeah. who they're going to have is the, the cast and all of
2: that. I know that's going to be. Oh, ages yeah. down the road for before we hear any of that, but yeah. I, I'm really excited for it. Um, and then Dave Filoni's
1: movie, which he's going to be directing, is going to be in the New Republic era, which is going to be closing out the interconnected stories of the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew. You know all these shows that are connected in the New Republic era. So he's gonna have like an Avengers Endgame level, you know, movie with Thrawn as Thanos, basically. Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you know, ending, ending off the you know this whole story that we've been following for a few years now, and uh, that's gonna be cool. And then probably one of the, I think probably the most, well, never mind, I'm not gonna say that, but definitely a very interesting. Choice for a movie is that we're going to begin Sharmid Obey Chinois' film, which is going to be set 15 years after the events of The Rise of Skywalker and will feature Daisy Ridley. She's coming back as Rey to build the new Jedi Order. Um, and before, well, actually, Josh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on all these movies. Um, and let the people know what you think about three new movies that were announced and like, which one you're looking forward to the most or if, if any or, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that. And while you do that, I'm going to find a picture of the new timeline that they released. Yes. So we can throw that up and talk about that. Um,
0: Okay. So thoughts here. I'll give you. uh, The one I'm probably most excited about will be shit. You know, like, I was going to be like the Dave Filoni movie because it's but it's everything that's currently going on. Right. So my yeah. the hype is like it's not fair. It's being like everything that's going on right now. I'm living in it and I'm getting to experience it right now. Whereas I'm sure once I get closer to like the Dawn of the Jedi, I'm going to be excited for that. And I'm even excited for the Daisy Ridley's comeback. Like even though. I know people I, I myself have. and I'm sure we're going to get into this even more. Uh, yeah obviously, there's well, I wasn't the biggest fan of of the sequel movies, you know, like maybe you know time will be kinder to them at some point but um i I find it most interesting in i think I don't want to be like i think it's gonna be good, but I do think it's gonna be like i th- I think those sequel movies had a lot on them on their shoulders that they had a lot that they it's kind of like when you play Mass Effect Andromeda after playing the original trilogy, right? Like, there's a lot that, that that comes with that name, right? And there's a lot that comes with the Star Wars, and particularly the Skywalker name attached to it. Uh, and that's a lot of... That's a, a big burden to have to carry on and try and live leave up to a sequel trilogy. Um, so I think that... One, they've learned... those three movies and what worked
2: and what didn't work. Two, um, that is not, I hope, I don't think it should,
0: have any of that previous weight that it might have had on it before to live up to something. Um, I think a lot of the uh, uh, legacy of, uh, of those previous characters, those previous heroes that were coming back should stay with those sequel movies and kind of let this new uh thing kind of be on its on its own really you know what i'm saying and yes. uh i'm I'm most interested in seeing where it goes after that um uh, like i didn't i don't it takes a lot for me to hate anything and I didn't hate the sequels. They just weren't my favorites. And I definitely had some things about them that I didn't like quite a bit, but I I never hated any of the actors or anybody that did any of it. Mistakes happen. Things happen. That's just life. And, um, I'm glad that they are going to get another crack at it. I hope, I hope some of the previous cast from those sequel movies decide to come back. If that's what they want to do, I would love for them to get to come Mm. back if they want to. Um, and, and, I'm not even going to be like do justice to their characters. I just to to continue to build on and improve on those on those characters relationships and histories and things like that if they so choose to. And I hope they take the the time to do that if they want to. Um but yeah, those are kind of my thoughts. DT, I did you I believe you've sent me the
1: I sent some, you the picture of the, the timeline that that you could throw up and then I'll share my thoughts. So I'm yes. looking forward to all three of these movies. Um I don't know if I have one that I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, it's easy to say the Dave Filoni one because that's we we know yeah, right? for sure where where we're going towards. Like we have we know like we're getting Thrawn and we're gonna have all these people uh, teamed up and and we're 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 heading towards a specific point of like every all this stuff colliding and coming together. Um. But uh, yeah. So this timeline that I that we got here. This is created by this is recreated by a Reddit user named iGrucci. Uh so shout out to them yeah. for creating it. Um I was gonna use one of the like pictures somebody took, but it's like eh,
0: I'd rather, it's, a, it's, you know, it's a photo of a photo, it doesn't look as yeah, good.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. So we'll just use something cleaner like this. Like, you know, even if it's just a you know recreation. But again, shout That's out fair. to iGrucci. Yeah. So, th- Thank so you, this is the timeline here. <laughs> so we got Dawn of the Jedi, which obviously is going to be where the first James Mangold movie is going to be set. We have the Old Republic. Yes, sir. It's the on Old here. Republic. Yeah. We got the High Republic. Fall of the Jedi, which is prequel era. Reign of the Empire, which is like dark times, like you know, in between the two, tr- the, the prequels and the, and the, and the original trilogy. Age of the Rebellion, OT era. The New Republic, which is where we're at right now with the Mandoverse and the Ahsoka and all these other shows. Rise of the First Order, which is sequel time. And then the new movie uh, is going to be set in the New Jedi Order timeline, which, I mean, look at the sucking symmetry between some of these logos. I mean, look at the New Jedi Order and then go all the way back to Dawn of the Jedi. And it's like, that is pretty dope.
2: But uh yeah, I I going back to the movies, I am just first of all,
1: just to go off of what Josh was saying about the uh the new Jedi Order movie,
2: which is what I'm gonna be calling it from now on, even if that's not the actual name. Um I'm so I'm so glad
1: that Daisy decided to come back. Mm-hmm. And that she got a warm reception and all the love from everybody there. Because as somebody who, you know, I also am not the biggest fan of the sequel movies. There's a lot of things I do not like about them. Um, But the characters is not that. I actually do like the characters. I think Ray's a, a awesome character. I think Daisy played her really well. And my issues with those movies is story and, and just, you know decision-making that i just am not a fan of but um i think daisy is awesome that she's coming back and yeah i hope like this will make oscar and john want to come back as well and you know we'll see who else but yeah i think kind of to what josh was saying as well like those sequel movies they had to kind of live up to something and in my eyes they did not um and you know that's you know well, conversation for a whole other day. I'm not going to get into that,
2: but um, you're, you're starting 15 years after that last movie. So you don't, ha- you're kind of like, you have 15 years to play with in that
1: time, you know? Mm-hmm. So you could do things in between the rise of Skywalker and the new Jedi order that are, you know, you have time to mess with. Like, one of my one of the things I didn't like about one of the many things I didn't like about the Last Jedi is the fact that it starts literally right after the Force Awakens. There is no time jump. You don't have you have you have no room to do anything because it starts right after. You know. Um, and I just I don't know. I I and even even from the Last Jedi to the Rise of Skywalker, there's only one year. Like there's only one year gap. Like it, there's not. And that the whole sequel trilogy takes place
2: in the span of like a year. Like it, it doesn't like the prequels are like over a span of like
1: over a decade. Like it's huge, huge amount of time. Original trilogy is like a span of like what four years? Like it's it's nuts. And um yeah, I just there there isn't a lot you can do with when you just kinda are like, all right, here's, you know, we're just gonna pick up this movie right after the last one, and, uh, you know, it didn't help that, like, you know, Carrie Fisher, unfortunately, you know, passed away and stuff, and and you know, again, there 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 are there are things that go into that, but I like the fact that you're going into this new movie with 15 years of, you know, space in between, so you can kind of play around with those 15 years and
2: and create stories in there and kind of. Basically, you don't have to, like, rely so much on stuff that happened there. You can kind of start a bit fresher and newer with, you know, this new movie. And, like, you could bring
1: back Ray, and you could not bring back other characters, and you could bring back others. Like, it's... I I think the potential is there. And again, my issue with the sequels was never the actors or the characters. It's just, you know, what they decided to do with the characters and the story and how they went about it. Um, the lack of vision and all that, you know. But um Yeah, I think I think that is just cool. I'm glad Daisy's coming back. I'm I'm really happy for her and and just, you know, everybody who's a fan of that character and and you know, include, you know I'm I'm a fan of that character, so you know, I'm, I'm glad yeah. I'm just coming back. And then yeah, Don of the Jedi just whole not whole not a whole lot to go off of, but I think the prospect of that is is intriguing. I part of me is kind of scared, not well, not scared, but part of me is like, like, do I want to see the origins of of the Jedi? Like, I kind of do, but at the same time, I'm like, what does that even look like? Like, how does, you know what I mean? Like, does that make yeah. sense? Like, I don't know. It just like, I don't know. There, there, there's a part of it that's like, I kind of like the mystery, but then it's like, no, I kind of do want to see some of that explored. Um, so I don't know. I, I, my hope is that they do it well. Yeah. I mean, James Mangold again is, is would be, a, is going to be a great guy to do it. He's, I think also going to be writing it. Uh, but yeah, that's sounds cool. And um, yeah, I already, I already mentioned what I feel about the Dave one. That's just, that right now is easily of the three, the one where it's like we know where we're going, we know what we're doing. It's very exciting. So
0: and he yeah. he definitely deserves a movie. Like, oh like, yeah, like, we, we all agree with that. Like, we
1: know we know that he's been wanting to do one for a long time, and he's he's well deserved of, of having one and doing one and seeing him rise the ranks of being like George's apprentice and Padawan to now being like the head of the animation stuff, and then being promoted to live action and then now he's like doing you know letting now he now he's being the george to other people at lucasfilm who are like right. you know under him and he's teaching them the ways to kind of guide lucasfilm forward in the future and animation and everything and it's just it's cool man it's just really cool to see and i'm happy for him and I'm glad for him and i'm excited for for what they got cooking for us and I'm just, this timeline makes me so happy, man. Like, finally, Star Wars is at a place where I've always wanted it to be. Where we have this, just, we can tell stories and jump in and out of any era of the timeline the way it should be. You don't have to stick to the, you know, Skywalker Saga timeline. There's, you know, how many years this spans in the timeline? Like, just all these arrows right here. This spans so much time. Mm-hmm.
2: And the crazy
1: thing is you could make a show in an era and be like, here are these characters. They're cool. People like them. Oh, shit. We could make a spin-off off of these characters. And you could just go on and on and on. And it's like, Star Wars is never-ending. Like, you could do anything in, a, in any of these eras, And it's like, there's so much potential, man. And they are obviously borrowing off of Legends. We know that uh, they like to borrow from Legends and, and and put stuff in to canon from time to time. And I love that they do that. And I hope they continue to do that. And it's just... It's just exciting times, man. It's exciting times to be a Star Wars fan. And I am just so glad that we are here finally. We can say, well, we have a timeline. We have movies that are that are... You know, confirmed to be in development, and and you know, it's just it's awesome. I'm, I'm just so so happy, so excited,
2: and and uh yeah, I I just am very happy about that. Hell yeah, man! So those are the three new movies they announced. Very excited for all three of them. And then they also had a
1: trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny because again, this is this is this is Star Wars Celebration, yes, but this is the Lucasfilm showcase panel. So they had all the Lucasfilm stuff coming up uh, that they're talking about. Much like last year, they had Willow. This year we got Indiana Jones. So um, they have a poster. As well as a trailer, if you want to throw that up. Where,
2: where's the
0: poster? Because I don't see it in this link.
1: It's, I'm it, it's at. in the it's in the new it's in the news one. You gotta go to the news one, and it's they have a separate Indiana Jones. Uh,
0: ah, I see. Okay, I'm in the
1: wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, damn! That poster. You can
1: dope. you can close out of the the highlights one because that's I, gotcha, the, end I of gotcha. the channel. So yeah, we have the poster there, which very cool. It's very like gives me like Juice and vibes um
2: yeah I, I dig it I dig very it. classic looking I love it yeah Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny
1: um and yeah when and of course we got a trailer which uh again I reacted to so if you want to check out my uh first thoughts and, and, and reactions to it go check that out but we're gonna go ahead and, and show it off here as well so if you're ready Josh I am and I'll do the countdown, my friend. I'm ready. I
2: You may fire when ready.
1: Three, two, one, go.
0: Jesus, I forgot about the song and I jumped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
3: retiring. Well, in that case, what are we drinking?
4: Same for the guy's Dad told me you found something on a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you
3: chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? He'll move. I need to get out of here. Stop! Sorry. Helena.
4: Dr. Jones, get him. Oh,
3: mistakes and with this i will correct them all you stole it and
1: then you stole it and then i stole a lot of stealing it's called
0: capitalism much much thievery oh yeah um, <laughs> there
3: it is fasten your seatbelt there might be some tablets you've taken your chances made your mistakes and now a final triumph A few times in my life I've seen things.
4: or have been tortured with voodoo. Been shot nine times. Including once by your father. Ah, sorry.
1: But I've been looking for
3: this all my life.
1: So there it is, June 30th. Looks fun. Uh looks like classic indie. Excited mm-hmm. so to check that out. And yeah, it's it's just I was like watching some of the interviews, and it's like, how does Indiana Jones how is how is an older indie gonna deal with um just the fact that he's a he's a he's an old dude in a time of like you see in the trailer is a little kid with like an astronaut, you know, and this is a dude like who fought Nazis and, and, and stuff like, how does he, how does an Indiana Jones in the late, in the late sixties, you know, cause I believe this movie takes place in 1969, like right before, you know, the moon landing and all that stuff, like how, you know, it's going to be interesting to, to see like how, how like him and not only him, but the uh, Mads Mikkelsen character, uh, you know, Fuller uh, are like two dudes who like are living in the past. Right. And, and yeah. they well, we're like in the you know late '60s and everybody you know is kind of you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be interesting I I I definitely uh, am looking forward to watching this because it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time I think
0: I agree uh, and I'm gonna get to see an Indiana Jones in a theater because I didn't watch yeah I don't think I've ever seen one in the movies like actually go into a movie theater
1: I forget if I saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or not. I
0: definitely
1: um, did not. I was I was broke as a joke in them days. <laughs> that was that, that would have been 2008 and I watched a lot of movies in 2008. But I'll be honest with you, I don't remember if I saw that one in theaters or not. I I may not have because of, because of, you know, hearing about how not great it was, but Yeah. But I mean, obviously I watched it eventually, but um yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I, I don't think I off the top of my head, I don't think I did, but I don't I don't know for certain. I may have i may not have maybe i blocked it out that i watched in the theaters i don't know dude uh, anyway <laughs> yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun to, to watch this one in theaters though um if i get the chance to but uh yeah 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 good stuff
0: that's exciting oh and when that theme just comes in it's just
1: like oh, yeah Da-dun-dun. it builds Da-dun-dun. all the
0: way up to it and then it happens and it's just like indiana yeah, like jones those movies, it, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but I'll say it again. It's like, doesn't matter if it's on TV. Doesn't matter where it is in the, on where 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 it is on in that particular uh, part of the movie. I can sit there and watch it and have a good time. You know, I could come yeah, in in the funny. middle of an Indiana Jones movie and and watch it and just and love it just as much as I saw it the first time. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
3: yeah no,
1: that's I, always I, it's, a... it's exciting. I love watching them all for the most part. I mean, what I mean, well, the first three, I mean, I, I I haven't seen King, I haven't seen crystal skull in, you know, a while, but I've I've seen, I've seen, I've seen seen the (laughs) other three more, more frequently and more recently. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's the end of day one though. That was, uh, that was day one. That was, uh, Friday, April seventh, and then we can move on to April eighth. If you're already my yeah, friend, because that was only day one, so we got day two news to cover. Which uh, we started off with the big reveal at the Ahsoka panel. uh Ten, as we have here from StarWars.com, ten things we learned from uh, the Ahsoka panel. Number one, obviously, this is a continuation of Ahsoka's journey. Um, Ahsoka's been in Star Wars galaxy for. You know, 15 years, and uh, you know, starting from the Clone Wars, and she was in Rebels and Tales of the Jedi. Um, you know, to live action in the Mando and Book of Boba, and uh, you know, Dave just talking about the origins of the character. Uh, you know, originally they had an idea for an apprentice original Jedi character that we created named Ashla, but then George was like, "I want Anakin to have a Padawan." And he named he named her Ahsoka. And uh, you know, and then he said Dave said that he started designing her you know, and de and designing and developing the character from there. Um, and if you'll scroll down you'll see kinda like the first images of like from all the way back in two thousand
2: five of Dave kind of designing the character. Back when she was called Ashla. Um but it says that, uh, you know, Ahsoka's built on the legacy of the previous shows.
1: Dave stressed that the cast and crews of both Clone Wars and Rebels on this new project and, car- and, and his career, uh, he said, I'm not here at all with all the talented animators, directors, designers that I worked with. And of course, Ashley, Ashley Eckstein, who originally the character of Ahsoka, um, Dave said that there was a larger goal to bring the animated characters that Dave created to live action. Uh, unlike the Mandalorian, where you're starting from scratch, it was important to honor the people who had been there from the beginning and also invite new people in. Um, so that's cool. And then uh, the visual design of the character has incredibly has been incredibly important. Uh, translating from animated to or animation to live action, Ahsoka was constantly an evolving process, uh, and every day getting into. Makeup was a time of uh, uh meditation for the for Rosario, who you know obviously that includes like getting the contact lenses in and the orange paint and the and the mantrals and all that and um uh, Rosario Dawson also revealed that the montrals, you know the 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 leku from the uh, Togruta head have been re- totally rebuilt with technology that didn't even exist when they first started in the Mandalorian, but now they're longer. With three D with a three D printed skeleton inside the tails that allowed them to move more fluidly as well, it felt even easier stepping into her. Uh, she said,
0: "That's so trippy.
1: I hope we get behind
0: the scenes stuff on that. Like, oh, you, uh,
1: you know, we will. You know, we will. Because
0: I love hearing about that shit. I know you do too. Yeah.
1: Oh, I I love it. Like the fact that they created like technology for her headpiece that she's gonna be wearing as Ahsoka that didn't exist when they." Like it only exists because they created specifically for the Ahsoka show. Like it mm-hmm. didn't exist when they started doing Mando and Book of Boba and all that stuff. Like that's
2: nuts. Um. But yeah. Um, uh, and we got obviously some of the Ghost Crew back. We're getting Sabine Rand
1: played by Natasha Liu Bordizo. Carol Syndulla played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and they had Chopper on stage as well. And, uh, look at that
0: boy look at that little yeah. murder bot look at yeah, him look
1: at, look at that little psychopathic that
0: foul mouth murdering That's machine it. him chopper <laughs>
1: Mary Mary was talking about Hera she said there's a pretty rich history that we've seen in Rebels and what happens at the end has made a great effect on her I had to try to be all that she is which includes being a leader and a maternal figure leading an army and being everyone's mom those are such different personality traits but somehow she encompasses all them all I try my best to rise to her level. Uh, there's going to be lots and lots of fights and the cast trained very hard for them. The actors on stage were very proud to reveal the intensity of their training process. Natasha had a lot of training, hours and hours. Uh, It was the kind of role that I didn't want to feel like a fraud when I put on the armor. I loved it. The training really helped me get into character when I was able to pass a certain physical threshold. it It was a really key turning point in understanding who she is. Physicality is a huge part of who she is. By being grounded and centered in that, I was more capable as an actress added uh, Rosario Dawson as well and
2: then uh, they confirmed that David Tennant will be returning as the voice of uh, Hu Yang Um, and that uh, they also obviously brought back Diana Lee in Asanto
1: playing Morgan Elsbeth and uh, she says that uh, we're, we're going to learn more about Morgan and her background, including her two new lightsaber-wielding friends, Balin Skull, played by Ray Stevenson, and Shin Hati, played by Ivana Sakno. And, uh, yeah, Dave, of course, did not want to share anything about those characters more than what we know. Uh, obviously, they announced the cast, which I mentioned earlier. They announced the composer, Kevin Kiner. And the... Uh, They also this is where they reveal that Lars Mikkelsen will be coming back as Thrawn. They played a trailer that showed his face, and uh, you know Sabine wielding Ezra's green lightsaber, and also some more Pergil and Sabine like on a spear on Lothal, and like there was a a shot of an E-wing which we haven't seen in live action yet. So E-wings from the old legend stuff again. They love pulling from Legends. I love that we're going to see an E Wing because those are cool looking
2: chips. And, um, yeah. I'm glad that they brought out Lars on stage. Everybody was pretty excited about that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just cool that they, this show is awesome. I, I, I can't, can't, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, we
1: mentioned this one earlier, but Rebecca Henderson will be playing Vernessa Rowe in the Acolyte. So we don't have to talk about that too much because we kind of threw that into the accolite. Uh Return of the Jedi is heading to theaters for its 40th anniversary. They brought out a really sick-ass poster, which, like, honestly, I might make that my phone background. Phone wallpaper. Like, I <laughs> meant to do that. and It, it is pretty so fucking good. dope. I want, 40, if I could the get 40th a 40th anniversary poster. Get one of those uh, on the wall. It's going to be returning to theaters on April 28th. So in about a little less
2: than three weeks, like two and a half. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's just awesome. What a, what a great poster. But yeah, it'll be returning for screenings in the U.S. Starting on April
1: 28th through May 4th and then May or April 28th through May 1st in the UK. So in the, again, in the US from April 28th to May 4th and the UK from April 28th to May 1st. So uh you can go to starwars.com for updates on other regions and dates. But Return of the Jedi coming back to theaters for its 40th anniversary. Very cool.
2: Uh Hasbro had some reveals for their um you know stuff that they got going on uh so there's a new return of the Jedi monopoly
1: coming out for the 40th anniversary of that there is a well there's more pictures of that there's a animatronic chopper coming out obviously for Ahsoka we got a new black series R2D2 uh we got the 332nd uh clone storm uh clone trooper helmet rather We have a Black Series Book of Boba Fett uh, Cad Bane which looks pretty cool. Uh, We got another Black Series Clone Commando from the Bad Batch. Very cool looking as well. Uh, We got Black Series Vader from Eternity Jedi. Very nice. Uh, We got Doc Ondar who is going to be a shop Disney exclusive? Those of you unfamiliar with Doc Ondar, he is the shopkeeper at uh, Galaxy's Edge at uh, the Batuu shop. Uh very cool. He's an Athorian. He's got the Sith and Jedi holocrons in his hands. Very, very, very nice. And uh, then we got Echo from the Bad Batch season two with the mercenary gear, also ba- uh, Black Series. Um, looking pretty dope. And then we have the Royal Guard, which looks awesome with the, under, the armor underneath the robes and everything. Very cool looking. And then there's a shot of him without the robes and just the armor on. The Royal Guards have really cool armor, man. I, mm-hmm. It makes me surprised that we haven't seen these guys in live action without the robes. Because they have such cool armor. Like We've only ever seen them with the robes on Like every single time we've seen them. But, but look at that armor and tell me you wouldn't want to see those guys fight.
2: How cool the armor looks! That's oh, yeah. so badass. And then we have a Black Series Shop Disney
1: Hasbro Plus exclusive of the Force Ghosts, Anakin, Obi Wan, Yoda
2: three pack. Very cool. We have a Star Wars Rebels. Uh, I don't know
1: why they're calling it a gaming greats. This is a GameStop exclusive. Gaming, well, actually, I, I do know why. Cause he's a he's this is a skin in Battlefront 2, but this is basically the design of him in Rebels. Um, so it's Old Man Mall Rebels version, but they're calling it Gaming Greats because he was a skin in Battlefront
2: two. GameStop exclusive. Uh, we have Hunter, which looks pretty badass. He's got the knife and the guns and the
1: armor, the helmet, the backpack, everything. Very nice. And then we got the, was the vintage collection. Oh, no, Black Series. This is, this is Black Series. Oh, shit. That's a big-ass Jabba. Black Series, Jabba, and Talacious B. Crumb. Also, Hasbro Pulse, Shop Disney exclusive. Um, Pretty cool. Jedi Knight Luke, Black Series. Oh, no. yeah. The Fall, that iconic Luke. We got Omega with the mercenary gear, also from Bad Batch Season 2. Tech. Mercenary Gear, Bad Batch Season Two. So we're getting all the we're getting all the Season Two versions of Bad Batch coming out, Wrecker as well. And then we move on to the Vintage Collection. We're getting uh, Nine Nub, which you gotta have Nine Nub, bro. I mean, come on, it's the 40th anniversary of of uh, Return of the Jedi. You gotta have Nine Nub. Um, then we got uh, one of Jabba's court denizens, just one of the random dudes in the background of Jabba's palace. We got who that looks fucking awesome.
2: It looks pretty cool.
1: And we got Moff Jerjerod, obviously from Return of the Jedi as well. And then one of the, one of the things I really want to get is the Mandalorian's N1 Starfighter. Yes. It looks phenomenal. Can't wait to get my hands on one of those. Uh, It's just the packaging, the figures the every the ship itself looks fucking crazy i love the i love that it has a stand too like you can display it that way and it's just really cool really 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 cool um but yeah those are some of the announcements
2: at the hasbro panel a lot of cool stuff coming um they also had announcements for indiana jones figures uh which let me see it's
1: basically i mean Not a whole lot you can really do here, right? I mean it's just like here's Indiana Jones and his various costumes, here's Helena from the new movie,
2: uh short round, and you know, some Nazi bad guys and yeah. Indy without a shirt on, Temple of Doom. So yeah. Pretty cool. Um the last thing that we have from day 2 was the fact that they announced
1: uh there was a Clone Wars panel and at the end of that panel, you know, which well the panel was celebrating 15 years the 15 year anniversary of the, of Star Wars the Clone Wars. But at the end of that panel, Dave Filoni announced that Star Wars Tales of the Jedi is going to be having a season 2, which for me I am I am very happy and very excited that this is happening because I love season one. I just hope that for season two, we get more episodes or longer episodes. um, And also that they're based off of Jedi that maybe didn't get as much screen time as some of these other Jedi that we've gotten. Like, like show me, give me tales about some of these Jedi that, you know, we want to know more of like, we already know a bunch about Ahsoka and Anakin and and Obi Wan and all these guys, but give me more like Kid Fisto stories or Plo Koon stories or Kiari Mundi stories or, you know what I mean? Like, give me some. Mm-hmm. You know, you and and shit. Don't don't even make don't even keep it in the Clone Wars era. Go to the Old Republic. Go to the High Republic. Like, there's so many Jedi you could focus on. Like, shit. Give me more Dooku stories. Give me young Mace Windu. Give me young. Give me a young Count Dooku. Give me a young Yoda like like you know what i mean like just give me stuff that yeah give me shaggy bro from the original clone wars <laughs> series man the jedi who was inspired by shaggy rogers from Scooby Doo man like like give me give me all these jedi that are like
2: you know you know obviously not the main characters of the movies but like you know still have you know things to to do right um so
1: yeah, I, I would I would love to 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 get more on that and uh, yeah, Dave Dave said he had a, a good time. Yeah, Keller and Beck, yeah, that'd be cool if they do one on his character. But yeah, Dave said he had such a good time on the first one, so he decided to do some more. So basically, we have no news about what what characters are going to be having, how many there is, when it's coming out. It was the only thing that was to happen was that he announced season two, and we'll see with you know we'll see how many and who and, and all that later. But for now, as much as I would wish to know about that
2: for now, I'm just glad that we are getting a season two. Yeah. Me too. I pretty much just echo whatever DT says there. I have nothing more to add. <laughs>
1: all right. We can move on to day three, day three, give it up for day three. Uh, ooh. First thing we have here is we had uh Stig Osmussen talking about star Wars Jedi survivor. And he brought out uh, Cameron Monahan on stage and they were, and he was uh, talking to him about ponchos and poncho, this and poncho. That, oh, it was and, so funny. We watched and it. It was, it was a hilarious interview. That was, this was the night that Josh stayed up with me for a little bit as we were both watching the live stream. And, uh, it was worth it, huh? Watching them talk about oh, ponchos and shit.
2: <laughs> it was so funny.
0: I was glad I stayed up. It was hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's it's the funniest fucking thing. But yeah, Stig was talking about the game and um Yeah. Uh we have a trailer, so if you want to check that out. I should watch it. You can cool. do that and then and then they also interviewed Stig, so we can talk about that after we watch the trailer. So let's check it out. Uh, obviously we reacted to this already. Some of you may have seen it already. Some of you may have not go check that out. If you want to see our first initial thoughts. Yeah, we're going to go do that now. So let's check it out.
2: Three, two, one, a play. I still think this
1: orangey looking planet is Korriban. Oh yeah, could be.
0: Bro, scout if troopers me, are about to get so fucked up. <laughs> if they let me
1: explore Coruscant open world. I'm gonna love this game immediately. I
3: cannot tell you who you must become.
1: I want to know who that is in the hologram. Oh uh, yeah, dude, that, that scout trooper getting thrown up to the TIE fighter. Yeah, bro? that shit the was Imperial fucking.
0: It was nuts.
1: The Imperial Palace. Oh man. Fucking raincore.
3: they will always be against us. Now we're never
4: seems our destinies are intertwined.
3: But I can tell you they
1: droidicas, the Gendai dude, there like there's so much cool shit in this. This High Republic guy. Whoever this person is, is a double-blade saber.
0: Fucking homie coming in with a Superman punch. I'm so fucking excited. I can't wait to play. I want it now.
1: Yeah, I am very, 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 very much looking forward to this. I still need to get the game. I haven't bought any
2: yet. Um, I'm kind of... Just everything, everything that we keep seeing from this, like, the more gameplay we see, the more excited I get. Um, Like, I,
1: dude, I can't believe we got to see the Imperial Palace. Like, are we going to get to go there? Like, that's, man, the, all the Coruscant stuff is blowing my mind. We got so many more enemy types so far. This looks bigger and better than the first game, like in every way. Like we're getting five stances as opposed to the two in the first game. More open world, more hubs, more you get companion combat. Like, oh, man, I, I can't wait. I, I really cannot wait. Um,
2: I'm glad we don't have to wait too much longer.
1: Uh, but like I said, I still need to get this damn game. But, man, the customization looks so good. Like the they haven't really been showing off the customization in any of these trailers. But like, if you go out and find it, you can see some videos of like people previewing the game. Customization looks top tier. And mm-hmm. I am just so happy that this is a, a thing, man. Um
2: We don't have to wait too much longer, man. The 28th, that is like a little less than three weeks away. It's
1: come same day as the return of the jedi coming back to theaters uh it's a good day it's going to be a good day for star wars that day let me tell you Yes, sir um, and it's not too far off from now but um yeah stieg was talking about the game and you know uh they talked about companion gameplay and you know just the rancor and cal using the force to bring out the ATSC driver and throwing him away and you know Stig mentioned that that scene between Cal and and the, and the the other dude pulling the object with the forces an iconic. He said it's a, that's an iconic moment in the game. It's something that I don't really want to spoil and dig into right now. So it seems like for the most part they're keeping a lot of this story very like tight lipped, and it just makes me wonder like this game. There's gonna be some shit that goes down in this game because they are just mm-hmm. so like secretive about this, like more so than the first game. I feel like you know. So it's just it's exciting and interesting and I I can't wait and I'm glad we don't have to wait too much longer cuz I am so ready to jump into this and play some more man
2: or get back into this world as this character and, and just you know survive as a Jedi, you know. It's going to be going to be great. Yes, sir. Um, there was a Dark Horse panel,
1: which revealed High Republic Adventures Phase 3, New Jackson Art, and more. Uh, so basically, we got some High Republic comics coming out by Dark Horse, and we got some Tales from the Death Star comics, which that
2: cover looks pretty cool. Um, we also got, um hyperspace stories jackson annual
1: which which makes sense that they dropped this yesterday or or, you know yeah yesterday because yesterday was easter and you know what better way than to drop your 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 rabbit character in star wars and then on easter right Mm. so there you go some jackson and uh yeah just so this is just like comic stuff uh hyperspace stories cad bane going up against quinlan voss that looks intense Blasters Blaster versus Blades, showdown in hyperspace.
2: Then we got a cool design for Cat Bane. Some cool art there. Quill and Boss looks badass. And
1: uh yeah. Just some really cool comic stuff coming up and
2: uh it all looks pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um Funko has revealed new micro-sized Star Wars Biddy Pop lines,
1: which these are basically just, like, tiny Funko Pops, which I don't really, I don't know who they're targeting with this, personally, because they're basically the same as the normal Pops, but just tinier, smaller, and, like, I mean, I guess, you know, people like tiny things, tiny little stuff, like, you know, people like miniatures and minis and stuff, so I guess that's kind of the crowd they're
2: going for, but I don't know. I, I it just seems kind of kind of weird. And one of them is a mystery one. It's like but
1: okay. Then there also is this thing called Star Wars Rivals, which is an expandable game system. So let's see. We have here Assage Ventress, Vader, Commander Cody and Luke. Um we got some booster pack, Boba and a Stormtrooper. And then we got the uh, Darth Vader bag from Loungefly. So there's that. Um and then the last thing that we got for today, we got the Lucasfilm publishing panel, which we got Star Wars timelines, which is going to be the book that goes from the High Republic to the fall of the First Order. Basically everything that we have at the moment in canon will be will be covered. So we have the first image there, we got the Mandalorian set in the year 9 ABY which is ABY. If you guys are not familiar with what that means, ABY stands for after the battle of Yavin. So nine ABY would be nine years after uh, a new hope because the battle of Yavin happened in a new hope. And which would mean this is five years after return of the Jedi. So that's the math on that. And um, we have the world between worlds, which is basically star Wars rebels stuff. Uh, which is one BBY, which is one year before the Battle of Yavin. That's what that means. BBY before the year. ABY is after. So now you guys have that. uh, Yeah, this is uh, during that. And then we have the Battle of Yavin, which obviously is basically zero because this is the the event
2: that we base the timeline off of. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um so that's one book. The next book is
1: Star Wars 100 Objects. This is being made by Kristen Baver uh who shout out to her she was one of the hosts at the, the live stream for celebration and, and all that good stuff. Um so we have The Rebel Manifesto uh from Andor. Um it was uh the one that the Nemic had for he was trying to get Cassian to look at and, and pay attention to. Um, and we have the Mapuzo, the path safe house, You know, which is the thing that helped the Jedi, you know, and escape the Inquisitors and and being from being hunted to the uh, the Empire. This is this showed up in the Obi Wan series. Um, so that's cool. We can see more like that. The Art of Jedi Survivor, which we had an Art of the Fallen Order, so that'll be cool that we'll get this. Uh, we have, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi edition, 40 stories celebrating 40 years of uh, Return of the Jedi. They've done one for uh, Empire and A New Hope, so it makes sense they were doing for this. Um, and we're going to be getting uh, a character encyclopedia for the Higher Republic, which this one I am very interested in because it is yeah a character encyclopedia so you get information about Avar Chris who those of you who are not familiar with the higher public Avar Chris is basically like at this time she's like the shining example of the Jedi she's basically like the Anakin of her time she's like the Jedi to be so she's like yeah like I said the Anakin of her time big badass Jedi and then we have Martian Rowe, who's like, you know, the big bad of phase one. And he is a member of the Nile, leader of them. And yeah, you just get some information on him. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Definitely going to be interested in picking that book up. That comes out in November. And then we have Secrets of the Wookiees, which is just a book of the Wookiees. And uh, we have a lot of cool Wookiees here on the cover. We have Beriaga, uh, Gunji. Uh, Tarful, Chrysanthemum, chewy you know, Adatitic. like we got a lot of, a lot, a, lot, a lot of the more well-known canon Wookiees on the cover here, so, very cool. I'm looking forward to seeing Kalnaka be added to this as well. Um, and then we have like, this Jedi Brave in every way, this reminds you of like, those little golden books, you know, that yeah. give the kids. That's kind of what that is, basically. Where the Chitlins. Um, yeah, it's for the for the kids. Uh which is cool. And then we have also for the kids the Young Jedi Adventures, Jedi Training. Uh, which is obviously gonna be based off the new series gonna be coming out. And then if you're in if you're into food, which you know, who isn't? We have the ultimate Star Wars cookbook, the official guide to cooking your way through the galaxy. We have the Bantha Burger, and we have this the Sapler Shake. Uh, two recipes there off the bat for you. And
2: uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking yeah. at the
0: bantha burger. I was like four hot dogs. I was like, oh, yep. it's one of them type of things.
1: Okay, four <laughs> hot dogs, and then you got ground beef and pork to put them together. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a little it's a little much. That's, mush, that's but, a yeah. that's
0: a gigantic food burger.
1: Yeah, but let's go. Why not? But then you got the uh, you got you got the chist you got the chis shake, bro. Look at this. Sapler shake. If you if you go to the planet of Scylla, you know, for, with, with the chis, get you one of these one of these shakes that they love.
2: You know, why not? That looks very um, sweet. <laughs> and then what else we got here? We got
1: the Flip Pop, which is a collectible pop up character booklet, uh, for Vader and Boba, and that is what we
2: have from the publishing. Uh, publishing panel, and that is, uh, I think, believe the last
1: news we had for yesterday for Sunday, and here we are to the final day, which is today. Today was the final day, and we started off with the Bad Batch season three coming for a third and final season in 2024. Clone Force 99 will be back for a, a final season. Uh, it was announced by executive producers Brad Rao, uh, Jennifer Corbett, and Athena Portillo at the Bad Batch panel. Um and I actually I actually watched the panel and it was interesting hearing them talk about, you know, just all of it. And yeah, it's uh really uh pretty cool. They played a trailer for them or a teaser for season three, and apparently in that in that uh, teaser They had Palpatine talking to Dr. Hemlock on Mount Tantis, and he says, it is imperative that this facility remain secure. Palpatine says, your brilliance is a great asset to this Empire. All members of the Bad Batch appear, uh, obviously excluding Tech, because Tech's dead. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. but
0: It's it's facts, though. Hard facts.
1: Hunter addressing Omega's capture at the hands of the Empire. Omega's been waiting for us. I'm not making her wait another day. Uh, and then Omega and Crosshair both in Imperial custody. Omega says, I'm not giving up Crosshair. I won't leave you either. You're my brother. And then there are glimpses of more characters and worlds, including Republic Commandos, clones, Rex, giant creatures. Uh, why is there always a huge monster? Wrecker asks before dropping a thermal detonator in one's mouth. And then the return of everybody's favorite, uh, of you know, everybody's favorite, the bounty hunter, or a lot of pe- people's favorite bounty hunter, uh, Fennec Shand played by Ming Na Wen also coming back to season three for this. Um so how do we feel, Josh, about the bad batch not only I mean obviously coming back because we knew they were to, off the way they end they ended the last season, but that it's gonna be the final season. Um yeah, to, yeah, that's that's pretty uh pretty crazy, huh?
0: Uh I'm glad it's coming back. Bad Batch is fantastic. I'm heartbroken that it's gonna be the last season though, because I like the Bad Batch a lot and uh it's gonna suck saying goodbye to those characters. And then I was like, well maybe somebody or maybe one of maybe they'll show up in live action one day, you know, you never know. Like, mm-hmm. show up. We got this whole timeline for things, who knows? Um
2: yeah. but uh yeah man like it's uh... I'm definitely more convinced now than I ever was before.
0: That's pretty convinced before that tech is fucking dead. All right guys, accept oh, yeah. it. It is he's so, gone,
1: okay? I I like I said I was watching the panel in the live stream and everybody talked about him like yeah, he was dead. And even Deep Rally Baker was like, you know, what a way for him to sacrifice himself like like, you know, just a way that any clone would want to go. All right. And just, you know, Michelle on who plays Omega was kind of, you know, she was like, Oh man, I didn't know. Like I, I you know, it was, it was, you know, sad and all that. And
3: mm-hmm. everybody
1: was just kind of emotional about it. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm with you though. I, he's dead. You have to keep characters dead. You can't just bring everybody back. You know, there has to be, there has to be, they even explained this in the panel. There has to be consequences to going to Grand Moff Tarkin's home and getting away, like relatively, you know, like you can't just go to his home and leave without, you know, like, you know, suffering anything. Like you can't just have everybody mm-hmm. leave off happily ever after. And they also talked about teasing like Sid's betrayal and, you know, kind of planting the seeds of, uh, you know, uh, Tech and and what happens to him and you know with, and they talked about like bringing back the the um uh the Zillow Beast and all that stuff. It was it was a cool panel, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. I see I on the other hand I wasn't sure how many seasons this show was going to get but I was hoping that this show was going to get like at least five around there you know Mm -hmm. cause like Rebels only had four seasons and that's still one of my favorite shows of all time um you know so like this show doesn't need to be like a million and one seasons but also at the same time it's like
2: um I was kind of hoping for a little bit more but you know it's it's cool. I think it's better for the show to end uh
1: on you know good good terms um, the way they want to end it and the way they have you know they have it planned out um I am very excited it makes me very excited. I think it, it makes a lot of the choices and, and decisions that 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 go down in in this season uh, that much more impactful yes um like it gives them more weight now that we know that they only they, like this is the final ride man they got one last season and who knows what's going to go on from there so yeah i'm very glad that they're going to begin another season but yeah it's it's a, it's, a little, it's a little bit of a bummer that they're only getting one more but hey we always prefer things to end when they want to and not you know have them either being canceled or or be or just going on forever and just Turning into something that we don't, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: We don't want. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's and, and the cool thing about that is we don't have to wait too much longer because that's gonna be next year. So we don't have to wait like two years or you know, however long it's be it confirmed 2024.
2: Yeah. Um And I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be bittersweet. I think that's how it's gonna go. Agreed. I'm although it makes me like very intrigued about like the
1: potential of where they could take these characters depending on where we leave off the the series, you know. But yeah, anyway.
2: bad bads are so good. Yeah. Uh, Marvel revealed more comics as well. They have
1: a Star Wars Dark Droids the the cover for number issue number one, which we have like Luke and R two with like an army of droids. And then we have like a battle droid and just crazy. Got a yellow looking, like yellow
2: saber. And yeah, he's got a yellow saber. Um, And then we see Vader training with a droid. And we have
1: Forlom and, and Zuckus with Dr. Afra and, and BT and Triple Zero. And we see Chopper. even Choppers in there. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> bottom, bottom left there. Look, derper. I mean, Gonk Droid is in here too. <laughs> Gonk lando jaba um the next issue we have dr afra number 32 we have is that shock t it looks like hmm shock t on the cover of a dr afra comic what's going on there and then uh, dr afra number 34 some kind of tree root demon spirit thing yeah no, that's terrifying <laughs> and that's uh some courage the cowardly dog looking ass shit right there return the slap. Exactly what I was thinking of. And then issue number 35, we have Dr. Aphra again herself there. Uh and then again number 35 with Asajj Ventress. I wonder why Ventress is on the cover of this, but hey, this is like this is like Clone Wars movie, Asajj Ventress. Like Battle of Teth. That yeah. reminds me Uh, Star Wars number 36, we have Palpatine and Vader staring at a hologram of Leia and then we have Star Wars number 37 we have uh, Lobot by the looks of it sticking up a knife to Lando. He's like, I need to practice my
2: stabbing. I need to (laughs) practice my stabbing.
1: Oh, Hunter look, look at the next. Look at the next cover. Hey! number thirty-five. Our, it's your boy Dirge. It's Dirge. Look at him. I recognize that guy. Oh yeah, there he is. Uh, Donnie Hunter cool. number thirty-six. We have Boba Forlom, uh, Dirge, Zuckus, uh, Valert. Like man, it's what? What? That's, that's I wonder who they're staring down right there. Uh, the Mandalorian issue number two, or the Mandalorian season two issue number two. Um think it's going to play
2: like a, that's kind of what I always thought of uh, um, our clone buddy. Oh, Cleaver? Uh, Cleaver, yeah, that's kind of what I always uh, pictured him having with something like that.
1: Nice. Inspired by Cleaver. Obviously not. it be cool. Then we have Mandalorian interior cover. Hey, that's cool. T. You got Axe, bow, Katan, Din, and Casca. Return of the Jedi number one, which I... Uh, why? I love Max <laughs> Rebo, but why? <laughs> that is... That is... is no nah, man, come on. Uh, it makes my arms uncomfy. Star Wars The Rebellion. No, issue number it, one. With it's our a boy, trap! Admiral Ackbar shouting out, it's a trap. Uh, Darth Vader number thirty-six. We have Vader with a shield, and you have Afra with triple zero and BT one in the back. He's
0: got a fucking club or something too. Yeah, he's day. got
1: some kind of some kind of you know weaponry there. And then Darth Vader number thirty-seven, very cool cover with Qui Gon and Obi Wan there. That's neat. Uh, Darth Vader black, white, and red number th- number four. Cool yes, cover with the scout I like troopers. That. Uh, Yoda number nine cover looks like uh, he took down a droid there. Pretty cool.
2: Put down some wolf ass.
1: Yoda number ten. We have old man Obi Wan and Count Dooku. Very interesting. Seeing Sir cool. Guinness and uh, Christopher Lee there side by side. And uh, yeah, that's the uh,
2: that's the Marvel panel, the Marvel Comics panel right there. Pretty cool. Uh, the next panel was Star Wars Visions Volume Two, which I also stayed
1: up and watched uh, some of this. I, I, I at the point I had to go to sleep, so I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch the rest of this panel. But uh we have a trailer, Volume Two, which I reacted to as soon I as did it too. was up. So you can go check that out, and then we'll talk about the episodes and what they are. But let's check out this trailer,
2: Josh. Let's do it, eh? And, uh, We'll talk about it here i'm ready so three two one let's go let's go
3: oh yeah that looks
1: that looks cool dude this this art style for this episode looks amazing
3: Mm-hmm.
1: i'm all about it Dude, I'm like so amazed at how some of these look. hmm <laughs> Exactly. Don't be afraid. May the force be with you. It's your time.
3: Whoa. A storm is approaching.
1: Those troopers look good, man. That, that tie, tie looks, looks so nuts. good, man. It looks so cool. You there. It. It's like steampunky looking, almost kind of. Mm-hmm. You got the baby Wookie. Ah, oh, so good. No troopers look crispy. I can't.
0: That's that's. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be fucking good.
1: We don't have to wait too much longer, man. Less than a month away. It's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. That looks so cool. I am just so uh. So glad that we're getting all these different styles this season and just seeing how they all work. But let's let's talk about some of these episodes. We also had a poster, which
2: yeah, there it is, for season two. Um. Awesome, very very cool. So here are the, here's the episode uh list here.
1: Um. So let's check it out. So we have Sith by Elguiri, a former Sith apprentice leading a peaceful but isolated life, is controlled by the past when her old master tracks her down. So we have Ursula Corbero as Lola and Luis Tosar as the Sith master.
2: Uh, they will also voice their characters in the Spanish dub. So awesome. Cool. Uh, we have Screechers Reach. By Cartoon Saloon. Uh, a young girl seeking
1: reprie- reprieve from her days in a rural workhouse discovers a legendary haunted cave with her friends. The cave's dark pole will change as uh they'll change the trajectory of her life forever. So we have Eva Whitaker as doll, Alex Connolly as Bathan, uh Noah Raftery as Quinn, Molly mccann as Kina, Angelica Houston as Sith Mother. Niamh uh as Moy- uh, uh, as Ghost. Uh, we have In the Stars by Punk Robot. Two sisters, the last of their kind, who live on an who live hiding on the ravaged land, squabble about how to survive while the, while the empire encro- uh, encroaching. On a run, on a water run, the sisters must fight back when they are discovered. We have Valentina Muir as Coten, Julia Ovedo as uh, Tichina, Kate Dickey as officer and Amparo Noguera as officer. Uh, Valentina and Julia will also voice their characters in the Spanish dub. Then we have I Am Your Mother, which is a play off of I Am Your Father, you know, Vader's line. uh, By Ardman, young pilot Annie, who is embarrassed by her sweet but clingy mom, must team with her for a madcap family race at the Academy. Along the way, the relationship is tested by the elements, their old ship, other races, and each other. So you have Maxine Peak as uh, Kalina Kalfas, uh Charithra Chandran as Annie Sukaline Kalfus, Daisy Haggard as uh, Dorota Van Riepel, Bebe Cave as Julian Van Riepel, and we have Dennis Lawson returning To to play Wedge Antilles once again, which I think that's nuts. They also said something that like he has more lines in this short than he did in all of the original trilogy, which like, you know, of course, because he (laughs) you know he had only a few lines in the in the movies, but he was still a a memorable character. So shout out to Dennis Lawson for coming back as Wedge in this short. And then we have Journey to the Dark Head by Studio Mir. A hopeful mechanic and disillusioned young Jedi team up for a risky and unlikely quest to turn the tide of the Galactic War. But dark forces tail them. Oh, you have uh, Zhang Ye-Na as
2: Ara, uh, Lee Kyung-Tae as Tol, Yun Yong-Sik as Bikin, uh, Chuang, uh,
1: Chuang Quang as the Interpreter, Choi soon uh Choi Soo-min as Master Duda. Shin Young-woo uh, as Master uh, Lee Sagum and the shopkeeper. Lim Chae-hyun as the uh, training partner. Lee So-young as Master Moru and another Jedi. That is the Korean uh, language cast. As for the English uh, dub cast, we have Ashley Park as Ara. Eugene Lee Yang as Tol. Daniel Dae-kim as uh, Biken, Albert Kong as the interpreter and Jedi Master A Greg Chun as shopkeeper uh, Master Lee Sagam training partner and the Padawan Janella Landry as Master Duda and Judy Alice Lee as Master Moru and another Jedi The Spy Dancer by Studio La Cachette The premier dancer at a famous Imperial frequented cabaret uses her unique skill set to spy for her for the rebellion but the presence of a mysterious officer threatens to derail her mission. We have Camille Cotin as uh, Loyi, Lambert Wilson as John, Casey Chase as Hetis, Rudy James uh, Jepcott as officer, Barbara weber Scaff as Miema and additional voices, and Bruce Sherfield and Taylor Gazman as additional voices as well. We have The Bandits of Golak by 88 Pictures fleeing from their village by train and pursued by ferocious imperial forces. A boy and his four sensitive younger sister seek refuge in the vibrant and dangerous Daba. Suraj uh, Sharma as Charuk. Sonal uh, Kaushal as Rani, Niraj Kabi as Inquisitor, Lilette Dubey as Rugal, uh, Sahil Vaid as Magadi, and Scavenger. Richard Joel as Scavenger. uh, Sumanto Ray as Conductor. Jangori Leader and Duna. Rajiv Raj as Helper. Avril Kumar as Stormtrooper. Ish Thakar as Stormtrooper, Alien and Alien. uh, Adita Sharma as Stormtrooper and Alien. Shivani Darbari as Crowd. Uh, That one has a pretty big voice cast. Um, The Pit by. Dart, Shit, 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 the and Lucas Unlimited. Let me just start off by saying, some of our friends, Blindwave, started a fan film called The Pit years ago that they never finished. Right. So when they fa- when this comes out, there's gonna be a lot of jokes with that. Just you wait.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, the V is crux. Actually, wait, I didn't read the, the 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 synopsis. A fearless young prisoner forced to dig for Kyber the empire plans a risky escape for he and his people the v digs is crux anika noni rose as eureka slash mother jordan curé as livy cedric yarbo as old prisoner steve blum as commander and matthew wood as stormtroopers interesting and then the last one is our song by triggerfish an alien child who longs to who longs to sing is raised by her loving but stern father to stay quiet because of the uh, calamitous effect her voice has on the crystals in the nearby mines. Uh, Pilo uh, Janji as Ao for the dialogue, and Dinel Du Toit as uh, Ao, the singing voice. Tumisho Masha as Abat and Cynthia Rivo as Kratu. Uh, Faith uh, Baloyi as Atu. So. Those are the nine episodes we're going to be getting Josh based off of these descriptions and these voice casts and just everything that we saw in the trailer as well. Do you have one you're looking forward to the most just based off of what we know right now, or you're just like, let me just, just give it to me on. We'll see from there. It's
0: kind of like that. They'll give it to me on. Let me see from that. Cause it's really hard to, to make a decision just off those quick little snippets of the trailer. I also don't know which, like, from the trailer, which episode's which. Like, it just happens so quick, and there's no real, like, way to tell. Um, but I'm definitely interested in checking out the first one, for sure. Sith, I guess, is probably the one I'm...
1: Yeah. would be the That one. one, I think, is the first one we see. The one with yeah. the, the lady with the yellow lightsaber and, and the yellow katana saber, and she's being hunted down by the Sith dude. Yeah. which makes sense because she also at a certain point in the trailer kind of like extends her saber as like a double blade and like one half of it is red. and The other half yeah. is yellow. So it's like, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to the bandits of Golok. That one looks really cool too. Um, yeah, just there's so many of these that look, that look dope, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to
2: watching all of them when they come out. Here in uh you know less than a month it's gonna be pretty hype excited. Um, the last couple of things we got here is that uh Jazz
1: Jazzware's Micro Galaxy Squadron Series Five was announced. So we have like the little micro ships that they do. So we have um. Kid Jedi Starfighter with the astromech. Um, Twin Pod, Cloud Car, Geonosian Starfighter, Desert Skiff, Resistance A-Wing, uh, and a couple classified stuff there. And then on the next page, we got uh, Boba from Book of Boba on the speeder bike. We got, that's cool, Dirge and R-Sing on some speeders. Uh, we got the... Uh, one of the Rebels, Stormtroopers. Uh, We got the Geonosian, a Death Watch dude, Ray, Anakin. Uh, We got TIE Silencer with Kylo. We got the Elite First Order TIE with uh, Finn and Poe. We got a V-19 with a clone. First Order Special Forces with two pilots. a B Wing, which is very nice. And then we have the ATDP from Rebels, which is the classified one. And the other classifieds are V Wing. I mean, come on. And then there's gonna be an Amazon exclusive Endor AT AT with Luke, Vader,
2: four stormtroopers, an ATAT pilot, and a scout. Uh there's gonna be a U Wing with Jin, K2, and Cassian, obviously from one and a battle of endor battle pack two tie interceptors with nine nub lando two tie pilots two rebel commandos
1: uh another exclusive is battle of coruscant obi-wan anakin their jedi interceptors r2 r4 and then two vultures and uh those that's that's that I don't collect these, but I think they're cool. They remind me of either. the old... Yeah, they're cool. They're basically like the micro machines from the nineties. Um, which they're cool, but I mean, I don't. I just don't have money to collect all this shit. So, or the space or the room, you know, I don't. You're I mean, fucking A. Um, and then the last thing that was announced here is that Star Wars Celebration will be returning in 2025, over in Japan. And I just want to say that I feel like I had a part in manifesting this because the other night I was in voice chat talking to people about the news that had been coming out. And we were just talking about like where celebration has been in the past. And I brought up that it was in Japan in 2008. And I posted the picture for it on my Discord. And here we are now, 2025. It's heading back to Japan in two years which is
2: pretty damn cool. Uh so it was announced earlier today at the closing ceremony that um
1: for the first time since 2008 celebration will be going back to Japan at the uh Makahari Mes, Messe, uh I'm not sure quite sure how to pronounce that but you guys know what I mean. From April 18th to 20th 2025 over in Japan very cool announcement. I'm happy that they are um going to be allowing other people from around the world to, you know, get a chance to go to a celebration that's closer to them. And I just think what a cool location for celebration to go to, you know, Japan. That's that's awesome. I I hope to be able to go cuz I would love to go to Japan. I've never been to Japan. And what better time to go than for Star Wars celebration? The good thing is that it's two years away they're skipping next year so there's some time you know i would i would really love to go man i would i would yeah i, I would too love, i would love no,
0: it's to not even just like japan's a dream location but it's also star wars it'd be like i get to knock off two dreams at once if i got to go you know like but who knows it's two years that's a lot That's a long time to yeah, this, be able to this, build up p- some cash p- 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 and
1: who knows where we'll be in two years from now? So right now, it's just, uh, I hope I get to go, but we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Anything, anything can happen in two years. Yeah. Um, but that was basically the news from the celebration itself. There was also, I have some other articles here that talk about, like, just a couple other things. Like Kathleen Kennedy revealed that Star Wars crawls are going to be coming back. Um, she was interviewed by uh, Entertainment Weekly. Um they they were talking about the timelines and all the movies that were announced. I'm not gonna go into all of that because we already talked about it.
2: But um she says uh um that uh
1: because of all the timelines that we're gonna be getting, they asked her if they would they would if the crawls would be returning and
2: she said uh the crawls coming back. Uh what she said was more interesting is that uh If The crawl would
1: so they asked her if the crawl would be returning only for the Ray movie. She said no, the crawl is for the movies, so for like all the movies now. Um, so while the Disney Plus series will all remain crawl free, Star Wars movies, however, uh, focused on the Skywalker lineage or not, will now begin with a crawl to help differentiate them from their small screen cousins. Um, she also expanded on the uh, new Jedi Order movie as you move forward into future space. The story is about 15 years outside of the new other uh, uh, the rise of Skywalker. Uh obviously we realized that post-war, post first order rise of the new Jedi Order, we left e- episode nine with Rey making a commitment to Luke Skywalker that she would rebuild the Jedi Order. And so here we are, ready to do that. It took a lot of discussion because obviously we've been developing stories in different spaces, and television has been a big focus of our attention right now. But there's still most still so much interest in what happens after the Rise of Skywalker, so we're excited to
2: be doing that. Um they asked her if any of Rey's, uh, you know, castmates will be joining her, and
1: she smiled, giving a, a, a laugh of like, I know, but you don't know kind of deal. Uh, she said it's entirely possible to see some people come back, but obviously she's not saying anything. In regards to the Mangold Project, she says, we've been talking about a lot going into the past, and one of the things that's really knitting this time all together, obviously, are the Jedi. What happened with the Jedi
2: over time? How did the Jedi evolve? They were wiped out with Order 66, and then gradually have been coming back. Um, uh, the themes in the past will also link to link to those in the future. The question we're going to ask with the new Jedi
1: Order and Ray is does the galaxy need them anymore? Do they want them back? So there's a lot of food for thought on what we're doing, whether it's past, present, or future. And then Filoni, obviously, his, you know, uh big wrap up of the Mandoverse. Uh it's, I hesitate to say it's a big meetup from just those series as uh, Lucasfilm president, because Dave has been developing Star Wars storytelling inside Clone Wars and Rebels and so much of the work he's done for 20 years. So it'll be little bits of all of that. And there's lots of sources he's drawing from to see where we're going. But uh, I think it's cool that we're getting opening crawls back again. Yeah. I kind of wish they had never removed them in the first place for like uh, Solo and Rogue One. But I mean, hey, if we if those are the only two movies going forward that are not gonna have them, then that's fine with me, man. We're we're getting the opening calls back.
2: That's that's awesome. I love it. Um. So yeah, she had a little bit to say on that, and then the other uh little thing that I had here was um they were talking to her about um you know some of the other movies like
1: the Ryan Johnson movies, and she said Ryan and I are talking all the time. He's unbelievably busy, so we're not actively involved in anything at the moment because he's doing another one of the Glass Onion movies, and then who knows what else. But he really wants to step back into the space. It's a big commitment of time, so that's really on him. And, and then as for the Taika Waititi movie, she said he, he's working on his movie. Um, uh, Taika's still working away. He's writing the script himself. He doesn't really want to bring others into that process, and I don't blame him. He has a very, very unique voice. So, we want to protect that, and that's what he's doing. We're going to make that one day. Uh, she also answered a question about the potential of a second season of Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, she said, That's not an active development, but never say never because there's always a possibility. The show was so well received, and director Deborah Chow did a spectacular job. Ewan McGregor really wants to do another one. Everybody's all hands on deck with what we're doing right now, as you can see by what we showed everybody at the celebration. Uh, we'll turn our attention to that again, maybe down the road. So, any thoughts on any of the stuff you, uh said here, Josh, as we kind of wrap up the news for the recap here?
0: Not really. I'm happy Crows are coming back. Um, uh, I don't know how I feel about Taika after watching Love and Thunder. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um,
2: yeah, I, I guess we'll just uh, uh, wait and see on uh, some of that stuff. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. There it is, everyone. That is our
1: recap from Star Wars Celebration London 2023. London. Like I said, I wish we, uh, I wish I would have known that Katie was gonna be around because I would have invited her and so she could share her experiences, like I shared mine. Uh, You know, last year for Anaheim uh, it would have been cool to have her on to talk about that because I know she took pictures and she was at the panels and she maybe she could have maybe she could have shared her, you know, insight into uh, kind of the footage that she saw and kind of things she saw at the panel. But I'm sure she will be doing a stream of it on her own. So definitely go check her out. Katie. 120 uh, I'll give her a shout out here. And uh, yeah, I'm sure she's going to talk about it. So go check her out. But um. Yeah, I
2: think uh, I think that'll I think that'll do it for us. Right, Josh? I mean, sure well, let me get this shout out. There we go. I believe that's
0: going to do it for show, guys. I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to DT so he can do his shout out. DT, you're on the main screen.
1: Thank you guys for checking this out, for listening, for watching, for hanging out. Um, I feel like I've talked a lot today. So I'm going to keep this brief. But yeah, go follow me on all the things you see here on the sidebar. Um, go check out the stream. I'm gonna be streaming again this week, and um, I'm just excited for Star Wars, man. It's a good time. Can't wait to talk about Mando here in a couple weeks when it's done. Um, we're gonna be, talk- we'll be doing a whole episode on that. Check us out on Blast. Check us out on Blasters and Bandits. Uh, you know, on, he- on the Heroes of Fables uh, channel. That's a lot of fun.
2: Um, yeah. See you guys next time. Have a good one. Bye bye. May the force be with you. Always. All right. It's my turn. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh,
0: always appreciate everybody that stops by the show and gives us um, your views and your time. Appreciate love you guys. Um, uh, upcoming, my dice molds arrived during the break and I'm going to be making some dice, so check out the uh, 902 dice creations at see if you are interested in polyhedral tabletop RPG dice um heroes and fables make sure to check out the heroes and fables channel i'll I'll give it a shout out here so you guys can see it really easy um oh wait i have to wait 30 seconds because i gave one to katie that's okay i can kill 30 seconds um uh but yeah we do hero we we play tabletop blasters and bandits on the heroes and fables channel every saturday at 5 p.m eastern we play for about three hours ish but it could it can go longer if uh if it's uh, depending on how things go, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, I don't have any plans to stream anything until really until Jedi survivor comes out and then I'll probably stream. But we'll see. You never know. Keep an eye on the old uh, Twitch channel and we will. I'm going to do this shout out again and see if it's been 30 seconds yet. It has. Make sure to go follow the Heroes and Fables channel. It has a logo now and uh thanks to our good buddy mac so make sure to check out mac if anywhere that he's available if you want to hire an artist that does stuff um and uh that's gonna do it it's gonna do it make sure to go check out mine and dt's reactions to all the trailers that are on our youtubes and i'm just gonna i'm gonna just toss to, a host or a raid i guess over to soma because she's streaming right now she's doing a, a workout stream i don't know how long she's gonna go or that stuff but we're gonna give her a little 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 raid here or a little host and we'll be right back uh we'll be back here uh, next monday uh with a retro rewatch
2: or rewind or whatever we call them those things and we'll see you next time bye-bye as soon as i get to the ending screen (laughs) bye guys